This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. But now we can do it during. We can do it. We can do it. I see that little red thing going. <laughs> what, are ta- what are you talking about? What okay, you no idea what you're talking about. Team Team Reeves has decided to move on. No. From Team no. Samoa Girl Scout oh. cookies. Oh shit! I thought oh, I thought you were gonna say Chargers, I, and you just got real. Okay, now I'm. Uh, yeah, no, I, would I didn't give. I didn't give a I shit can, about the Chargers, but I can okay. make jokes about the Chargers all day. No, this is this is real real life here. Yeah, I've decided to pull a um, LeBron James, and I am taking my talents elsewhere. Holy um, shit! And with okay, wait, 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 wait. This is big. Okay. Do this we need is to? Big. Should we do this now? Should we somehow try to like set this podcast episode up to where like people stay for the entire two hours to figure out what it is, or should we just drop it now <laughs> to keep people intrigued for as long I, as we this, can? Because that's kind of um, how this works. I, I, it could be a sticking point on why anybody would continue to listen to this show. Yeah, that's a good point. where I'm going. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's just hold it then. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll keep it in the bag. We'll hold it. Uh, wait, wow. you're, you're keeping it in the bag. So you're. What, are it. you going to eat it, or are you? Now I'm confused. I don't know. This, I, may, maybe maybe I'll eat it. Maybe it maybe what's it's the shelf life? Maybe it's got coconut on it. Maybe it's maybe it's graham cracker flavor. Who knows? Uh, Who knows what it's got on there? We don't know. We don't know. But I might eat it. Golly gee, Willikers! I don't I think I even. I don't even think I tweeted this out yet. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to drop the nuke. <laughs> The twenty five. Yeah, I was just, I was just, so I didn't exci- mean to do I was that. so excited, I was so excited, um, that I had to press live, and now I just kind of ended up edging myself, and now I'm just <laughs> here, sitting, waiting. I didn't mean to. Uh, yeah, that was that was intense. That took a lot for me to even just get that out there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you think about me over here. So. Thanks for being so vulnerable, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> this is they, they bring it out of me. They do. I'm, I'm in a very vulnerable state whenever I see these guys and that live that live go. When it pops up, I just ah. um, open soul. Open yeah. Soul. Speaking of segues, live that old little uh, red uh, thing that says that we are that is is in fact true. Because guess what. <laughs> It's the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. No, I did not. It is Tuesday, 9.30 Eastern-ish, and uh, heavy on the ish, very much heavy on the ish, because I was waiting, I, of course, imagine that I'm, I'm blaming J-Mike at the beginning of the show for, you know, start starting on uh, schedule, uh, in quotes, okay, uh, I, I, we, he, he's supposed to have this like, you know, big old facade of, of having, you know, six people on the show every week. That's kind of his 2020 thing. And then here we are with five people. So who else is there to blame? But my friend, my dude, my man, the Mr. Wide open himself. <laughs> J Mike check. How's it going, dude? <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Where are all the guests? Man. 
man, listen. All I know is we've got. <laughs> You know what? No, we're gonna handle this after hours. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do this now. That's for the uh, Patreon to... subscribers. <laughs> right. um, he didn't um, like the grocery stores we were shopping at, so he bounced. No, he didn't. He he bougie. He, he's yeah. shopping at that Nordstrom grocery store, wherever that is. He's out. Um, <laughs> the so to to our guests. I mean, just before you even get a chance to introduce them, Gabe. Uh, I know that each of you have your own podcasts with podcast partners. So if you're ever down for like a wife swap type of deal here, um, you know, because of the, the slander that I'm having to put up with and the, the hate <laughs> that I'm having to deal with at this current moment, uh, I'm I'm up for that. Uh, I'm up for I'm up for, you know, being single and ready to mingle uh, because apparently I'm not appreciated in my own home. Mm. Well, Gabe. the welcome mat is always there, but the grass is not always greener on the other side, Jay Mike. <laughs> Especially not anywhere in the United States right now, because it is pretty cold and pretty gross everywhere. So, yeah, no, Gabe, I'm happy to be here, man. I'm excited uh, about the first open bar of March 2020. Uh, the first Love open March. bar after the combine. Uh, we've got a couple of old friends with us. We've got a new guest with us. We've got somebody coming in later. This is going to be a fun episode. I'm already excited about it. And uh, yeah, the, 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 I think this is where the anticipation for free agency and everything else is already starting to kick into full gear. Uh, and our beloved Jaguars have already traded AJ Boye. Mm. Um, and, and, and his sorry behind, we, we got him on up out of there. Um, Cause I don't know if people know this, but AJ Boye is not, not mm. the same guy that he was two seasons ago. Uh, so good luck with that, Denver. Hope you uh, hope you, oh, so you're hope happy. you enjoy that. Okay. Oh no question. Okay. No. Well, they were going to release him anyway. So well, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. The Broncos fourth round pick. Elite. Fine. Yeah, they threw that in there so they wouldn't have to bid against anybody else. That's the only reason. That was like leftover from the Emmanuel Sanders trade, from what I understand. Yeah, and and he's not. Yeah. But 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 he wasn't. But he wasn't the same guy anymore. Like we watched him get roasted a lot. Last year, a lot. Just saying. Okay. Chris Harris clone, J. Mike. No, Chris stop. Har- he's fine. Stop. It's fine. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Who are you? Look Look at you. Hey. <laughs> I'm fine over here. We're, we in here. Hey. Look. At us. look. Thought. Uh, hey. Thought. Hey. Not me. Not me. I'm it. Dude, I, so okay, guys. Look, Jay. Hey, happy to see you. By the way, I, it, all <laughs> all jokes, man. You know, I, I love of you. Course. I, I do. I love do. you, bro. All right. Uh, I'm looking at this comment in the so-called chat, and I I'm gonna get right into the introductions for who is here because this one this one caught me, and I'm like, wait a second, uh, <laughs> this this is true. I I haven't seen that before. Have I? Is that true? Have I ever that, seen that? You tell me, because I have I'm, way, I'm, I'm, I have way too many guests on this secret. podcast. No, yeah, you probably have not. Okay, because I remember I remember the uh, the uh, your Avi or the the little Google thing that from a while ago, the little thing that I can't describe, but that thing is what, all it, I yeah. can picture you as. And now you are a human and um, your name is Swags to me and <laughs> you, you are on the it. open bar and I'm happy to see you. And, and uh, how are you, dude? I am excellent, man. 
Absolutely excellent. I'd probably talk more if we could get my AV back up instead of me, to be honest with you. But, man, I'm stoked to be here as always, man. Great group tonight. Dude, I, I, we feel, I feel honored. I don't know. J. Mike, this is you? historic. Well, no, I, that was no, we, before we even recorded when it was just Spaceman and I in here. Uh, that was the first thing that I said as soon as Swags came on. I was like, Whoa, yeah, yeah, like, I don't like, know I, this I, guy. I felt so honored. Yeah, no, I, I, I was, no, it was cool to see. Uh, the, the other thing being, uh, Swags, I saw your, uh, I guess, uh, St. Patty's Day addition to your avatar. Oh, on yeah, Twitter. you like that? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, got to change it up for the seasons, you know. Keep with my candy. There's no good St. Patrick's candy though. Oh wow, that's subtle. Nice. There you go. I, yes, I there, yes, there is. Oh yes, there is. There is good St. Patrick's Uh-oh. Day candy. Uh oh. It's you called no, the okay. Irish. What are, you, what are you making with almonds the now? Irish potato. <laughs> the Irish potato, and it's from C's Candy. Look it up. I just had it last night. I was introduced to it last night, and before last night, I probably would have agreed with you, Swag, but. <laughs> Let me tell you, this thing is life changing. You need to get your hands on one because it is. Is like, there really a potato in this product? No, there's not. But just like just look it up. Hey, all I'm going to say is I'm I am a connoisseur of the finer things in life, which I will not steer you all right. uh, in that regard. So just just maybe dabble dabble in it a little bit and see you see what comes out, see what happens. Hmm. Tell me that one more time because I am definitely Googling that right now. Irish yeah. potato. The Irish, the Irish potato, potato by C's candy. I don't know if everybody's I think you have to put the by C's candy afterwards. It is the first, first thing might you get you it's some a different results. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, put C's candy kinky, in the Irish man. potato because I don't want to know what comes up before the, the Irish potato. That's that, that, that sounds kinky, Reeves. D- despite into, its name, hey, it's yo. not from Ireland and it does it's not use potato. It does not, my friend. It is okay, a so this is coconut cream inside, and it's rolled in cinnamon on the mm. outside, and it's resulting in appearance that reminiscent a small potato. Topped so, with pine nut. Potato nah, eyes. Philly I knew it. There was. I knew there was nut in it. There's always. There's all. Stay nutty. Ain't got to get nutty. You're talking to a man who has a tub of peanut butter on deck. Right. It's all about the nuts, man. This is it's true. all about the nuts. Can, can can we go back to the part about this Let's, being from C's Candy and a six pack of this cost twenty eight dollars and twenty cents on their website? Cow. Because Hello. it's worth it. It is. Listen, worth it. listen. Wow. And 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 Swags gave you that gave you kind of what it sounds like. But listen to this on the website. Listen to how they how they describe it. Yeah. Do it up. A sumptuous seasonal treat. Sea's luscious divinity filling is enrobed in milk chocolate. Oh, I hate when they say in cocoa. Yeah, I love it. Then love rolled it. in a blend of cocoa and cinnamon, topped with pine nut potato eyes. Individually boxed, mm. six per pack, 2.5 ounces each. Mm. Could be yours for $28.20 on C's. Dot com. I just it's bought price four like while you my, were saying that. All right, yeah, that's hold on. Crazy. It's <laughs> hold priced on. like the stuff my kid sells for band. But would you rather order someone a surprise bag of dicks, or would you <laughs> no, rather no. Order, order them this uh, the whatever these are called, the Irish potato? Would you do w- which? Which the is better, the bag of dicks? The sentiment surrounded 
around the Irish potato is probably more pure than a bag of dicks. But I will not. I I refuse to say that you <laughs> might you might have more you might not have more fun with the bag of dicks. Right. I will give you that. I will. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Was that question supposed to be hard? <laughs> was, I, can't, I can't even. Ayo, ayo. <laughs> no pun intended. Hey, ho! This is the open bar, <laughs> and we have gotten through one introduction. I'm sorry. This is what you get for having me on. Yeah, there it is. In the event That's you wanted to check it out, we really needed, in my opinion. That's the All one right. we needed. This All is right. it. Hold on. Look Brought to you by Seas Candies, guys. Uh, the open bar. Dude, and, and I think that you could lay Luscious. down a pretty decent commercial with your voice there, J. Mike. Like divinity, couple of takes, and I mean, I might have bought some. Enrobed, enrobed. I hate enrobed. that word. <laughs> Six per pack, two point five ounces. Each. <laughs> Sounds like an accessory to a bag of dicks, really. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Hey, it does. I'm not gonna fight you. It might be. It might be when started. Oh my gosh. Oh. We've, uh, Welcome to March. I'm undone. All right. All right. Well, we've got other people here tonight that <laughs> have. Well, Jesse, you've already, you basically just that was your just introduction. You are, you are yeah, the you are the Irish potato. Exactly. FF Irish potato. A brick right. of goodness. Please change that. Or can we do a bet? You know what? The, the bet where you said that D.D. Westbrook was better than all the Jaguars wide receivers. Uh, that's what I want. FF mm. Irish potato for <laughs> uh, St. Patrick's Day. Just one day only. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Is that all fair? Right. One day. That's, FF that's Irish. We, we, haven't, day. we haven't settled up, and I want that. FF Irish potato. FF Irish potato. Okay. I will grant you that. Thank you. You got it. That's, that's right. it. I'm glad we figured this out. That <laughs> was on, on my toes for a second. I thought yeah. you were something longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. It, well, Jesse, hey, it is nice to have you back. What was it been? Two weeks? Three weeks? I don't know. I don't keep up with this. J Mike does. Listen, fr Frank Frank is in the chat feeling feeling some type of way right now. Of course he is. Um, <laughs> he's he's asking about how, how you got back on before him. And I, I didn't recognize there was a race. Uh, to to see who was next, but Frank, apparently, Frank, hey, what's going on with your top ten, man? You shot over to me today. Why? Where's Where's Jonathan Taylor, man? He's not in your top ten. You had Jordan Love in there, man. We got to discuss this, my friend. Mm. You doing the hot I take thing again? Intrigued. This man, no, that's not a hot take. He is he is burning the kitchen down. <laughs> He's burning the establishment. I want to know. I got to know. I don't. I don't. <laughs> that's just. I come just, on, man. Stop it. He's sizzling. He's he, the, you, you remember Sizzler? We don't have one anymore. Not around here. But yeah, so be careful. Frank. Get canceled. Frank became the owner, and it all burned down because he's just scorching hot. Ugh. Uh, okay, whatever. Jonathan Taylor, one hundred and one. <laughs> moving on. Next guest. Uh, a, a new guest, a new person to the open bar as far as guest territory. Um, I, I mentioned to him off air, I feel like we've already, you know, created this relationship that is, you know, unmatched to almost anyone. Maybe, maybe J Mike, but, you know, almost anyone. Uh, Dave, the spaceman to the moon. How you doing, friend? Oh, it feels good. It's, uh, it's good to be on uh, the open bar. I've been, uh, 
been hanging out in the chat. It's 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 a pleasure. I don't even know what to say. I'm on here. I'm, I'm the bright lights are on. Had a couple of drinks, having a good time, ready to talk some football. So or uh, Girl Scout cookies or whatever. So I'm ready to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on that drinking adventure early on in the day. Uh, of course, j- just just bubbly sodas. Bubbly sodas and things and and uh, all all natty peanut butter. That's what we do here. Um, shoot, what what guys? What are we gonna? J Mike, you ready? You, you got something to talk about? Jesse, you got something to talk about? Uh, I have I have nothing. I have literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to talk about. No, not nada. Nope. <laughs> Jesse got <laughs> natty. I got nada. <laughs> Uh, there, there's there's not really much going on. Okay. Uh, so maybe we just shut the show down at this point. That sounds great. That sounds right. absolutely like wonderful. Good. Like yes. Talk about peanut butter <clears throat> recipes. Oh no, I definitely have no. something. I listen, Jesse. Okay. You okay. you know that I love you. Um, you you know that you know that you're my boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate you dearly to the moon and back. What did I do? So, something really <laughs> it really bothered me. Um. You had a tweet the other day. I'm going to see if I can find it. Oh, God. McGregor. Because I didn't know I was wearing this. I want to know what you did, too, now. I, yeah, I know what I We're did. live. Look, Jesse, you can't just, like, look, you know, stressed. Jesse looks stressed. Throwing you under yeah. the bus. You like do. That. If you do. Knew, if only you knew. So, huh. and, I'm, and I'm pulling this tweet up for the, for the world to be able to see, and then we're going to share this. Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> This is not on the show sheet. No, no, it's not. It, but 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 it needs to be addressed. And for everyone that's listening to this in podcast form mm-hmm. and not in uh, live here in the open bar. Oh, uh, Tuesdays, 930 Eastern. Ish. Uh, ish. YouTube live, Periscope, wherever it may be. Uh, you'll be missing this this real gym here. So this is what you said. On February the twenty seventh, twenty twenty. Okay. And my goodness. What did I say before that? Denzel Mims. We no, we cherry Justin, picked here, Jesse. And okay. Justin oh, okay. Jefferson are the biggest risers so far. Uh-huh. Now, on its on its face, that is a rather rather chill tweet. Um, you know, nothing crazy. Here's the problem. I'm a huge fan of both of those guys. You liked that tweet. And you keep pointing and making reference to how good they are. Oh, okay. And bring all of this uh, unnecessary, unwarranted attention. He's doing yeah. his job. I, I just want to be able. Yes, he's doing his job. And I, I don't like that. it. I, I just want to be able to take Justin Jefferson at the end of first rounds. Yeah, Denzel Mims at the end of second rounds, like I would have been able to do just fine before all this combine fun, before you came up and wanted to make up all these wonderful tweets about them, all these fantastic things. And then you even said something like, hey, you know what? I wrote about Denzel Mims and Justin Jefferson. Uh-huh. Assets based on age adjustment. Yeah. What are you trying to do to my draft strategy in 2020? Wow. Justin? I need I to know. I thought you loved me. I thought we were family. All of J Mike's we tweets are just like smoke screens and stuff. So don't believe yeah. anything J Mike says. This is the on open Twitter. bar. He's trying to steer yeah. you the different way. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, man. What I can say is, I love Denzel Mims. 
I absolutely love him. He's the, right now. I'm, I'm working on some new stuff right now, and it's still in the works. But right now, if I did have to place him and where he currently sits, he would be he would be my wide receiver six overall right now. Wow. If if I'm smart and everything hits the way that it should in my new model, he would be around my wide receiver six. Now I will, I will say there are some components. We're still gathering information. I do need stuff from pro days and everything, but the kid is amazing at, for his, his, his weight adjusted speed score, um, his combine performance, his length, his overall athleticism, I think a lot of people watching him come in thought that he might be a one trick kind of X style wide receiver. That's going to play um, red zone mascot and just bring down those touchdowns. But um, anybody who kind of watched him in college and then now sees the repercussions of a, of a, a very um, elite level combine performance, he's um, he's, he's making waves and he did himself a lot of favors at the senior bowl and at, um, at, at the combine. So you just have to hope that people look at those tweets and that article and say, Jesse has no idea what he's talking about, which I generally don't. And you have to hope that they believe that and that they don't pull the trigger on Denzel Mims. I still think he's kind of like one of those guys could be late back into the first round, early second, but um, there's still a lot of time between now and the draft. You still might be able to swindle him. Just know that um, he is in play in in all the leagues that we are in together. I don't care. Cause at this point I know you love him. I will spend that one Oh two on him. I will. <laughs> I'll do it. And I'll do it out of spite at this point. So yeah. you won't, you won't listen. I, I, I know your TA six roster. You won't. <laughs> are you? <laughs> <laughs> that laugh, man. <laughs> the Throw, scoff. I'm throwing in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> <My> roster. <laughs> I'm gonna pull in receipts. You'll be back. You'll be back. No, but but those are both guys. Uh, I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm big on, and, and obviously, we have a lot of fun with the combine and everything else. But um, Jefferson's a guy that I've uh, I'm excited about since I since I was able to dig in on tape and what and whatnot. Um, but just from the combine, what were some of? And, I, and this is such a basic question, and I and I hate to come off this way, but since it just happened, I, I do want to get your all thoughts. Uh, just stuff from the combine. Um, it not even necessarily something that shocked you, but just something that you enjoy being able to see, uh, something that really caught your eye. I'll let somebody, I just talked for like five minutes straight. So somebody I was, I was, uh, I tell you what, I, I didn't get to watch much of the combine live. Um, but or as far as the, uh, the forties, but the, one of the few forties I saw, I, I happened to stumble upon, um, Zach Moss and I was uh don't yeah that f- the first 40 and I was like oh no <laughs> I was so scared because <laughs> he was I mean a, a lot of people have said the the cream hunt thing and I, and I agree just completely that that's just the comp as far as uh comps go and and it's totally fine with me and, and so you know, I, I I figured that the forty time would be relatively slower, four sixes, and then and then we got Elijah Holyfield, and I just I, I got worried, and then he he kind of saved it a bit with the four six, what was a four six seven five or something, but um that I don't know, I'm not I'm not as worried, and and I mean really like forty times don't like wor- matter that much, but it was certainly something that I was like whoa. 
So yeah, no, they did. I I was bummed about that because Zach Moss is a guy that I actually really like from just watching a little bit of film on him and seeing what he does. He's not spectacular. He definitely doesn't belong at the top of that that running back heat. But as a guy you're looking to probably pluck in the second round of rookie drafts, he was somebody that I was banking on at least hitting in that. I mean, four sevens and four sixes is not what you want to see. I High four fives I would have been a little bit more comfortable with. But um, – just in general, it, he just turned into Elijah Holyfield, you know, at, with like that's and that sucks. And the reason we don't see direct correlation with 40 times in general, but we do see a correlation with guys who can't seem to show athleticism in the combine not getting drafted highly. And that's where the, the real problem is because we see the biggest correlation for success at the running back position with draft capital and athleticism, general athleticism. But when we like look at just 40 yard dash as a correlation of fantasy points, we don't really see it, but it will hurt their draft stock. And now teams are going to look at Zach Moss and be like, okay, well, he's not a guy you're going to, you're going to put on the field for three, you know, three downs. He's not a guy you're going to want to give 300 300 attempts to in a season he's somebody you're going to want to share the backfield with and that in turn diminishes his draft stock he's probably not going to go into like the fourth round and then in it, 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 he's he just doesn't look like a guy who's going to be that bell cow back that you want in terms of volume for the running back position so i'm kind of with you there that one was a bummer because i really like zach moss gabe I, I i liked him i liked him coming out and now i'm just kind of twiddling my thumbs you know so. We'll see. I mean, it's, somber, okay. it's it's not something to, you know, hang your hat on by by no. any means. No, he, no, the, no. the the four four six five is what I saw there. I mean, we've we've seen guys that are just fine with that. Like I said, Kareem Hunt was certainly one of those, and people clowned him <laughs> coming out when when they saw that forty yeah. time, and yeah, yeah. it's like th- that was where I w- was actually leaning tape more that I was like, man, but he just doesn't look that four, six, five at all. No. And, um, and another guy last year actually is a uh, singletary. So his, his yeah. combine was horrible and, and yeah, yeah. Just didn't look like that on tape and certainly not like that in the NFL. Like dude was nasty in his first year. So um, yeah, not something to hang your hat on, but it, it's certainly a, an eyebrow raiser. Mm-hmm. We think Dave, I, I came away thinking, well, first off, I was a little disappointed in some of the wide receivers. I was really hoping that some of the things I was hearing from people who were a little bit more film-oriented than I was about Jerry Judy, I thought he was going to test a little bit better. Not that – I mean, he still was okay, but I thought – I was hoping he'd be a 4-4 kind of guy with some elite um, agility, but he didn't really do it. And then I, I came away thinking maybe Cam Akers is my new RB3. I'm not really sure. Um, Ooh, okay. Um. I, I don't know. He he has the athletic. He has he showed some athleticism. His um, agility wasn't great, or some of the you know some of the minor stuff. But his forty was great. He showed so he showed really smooth catching the ball. Um, and I don't know why that wouldn't put him at, at three over. I mean, I heard some. I've heard some really good arguments. Why couldn't Cam Akers have done what J.K. Dobbins did at Ohio State? Um, if they had their situation slip, could J.K. Dobbins have have struggled behind the offensive line? Um, or uh, Florida State's offensive line. So I, I don't know. I, I'm just think toying with the idea of Cam Akers up as my RB3. But And then Rager hurt, too. I was really thinking he was going to be a 4-3 kind of guy. And that hurt to see him not run a 4-3. Mm. But, mm. Shout out to Ray if you're out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Realistically, with Rager, though, too, I don't think he did that. He did bad for the expectation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Realistically, I mean, four four seven is the not the bad. Twitter expectation too. Yeah. Like 
basically the Ray expectation like exploded <laughs> and just flooded Twitter. And then everyone is expecting this four, four, whatever. I don't, I, I don't even know what Ray was disappointed about, <laughs> but everything's fine. Just for a pure entertainment value. I was hoping Rager was doing, I mean, he blew the other stuff like the, the uh, burst metrics. He blew those out of the water. He came in at a great weight. Um, so I, I was just more pure entertainment. I was kind of, but then again, I did like Ray's video that he posted on tour. That was really, that was, I, yes. that was a great. We I love you, Ray. I got nothing but love for you, Ray. Um, Swags, what about you, man? Man, I, I mean, I'm kind of like Gabe. I didn't, I'm still kind of getting a little caught up on watching some of the combine. <laughs> Just one of those weekends. But I mean, being from Michigan and U of M fan, it was nice to see Donovan Peoples Jones show up. I don't know how you guys are feeling about him after his combine, but I don't know, man. I'd love to see him stay in Michigan and go to Detroit. I'd love to hear your thoughts on him in general if you're a Michigan guy. I just, I haven't heard too much about him besides his athleticism. I mean, I think he's probably held back from like bad quarterback play and just a bad offense. But athletically, I mean, where where does your model have him, Jesse? Uh, let me double check. I can look right now. We're looking at you, Shea Patterson. Looking at you, Wilson Spate. Looking yeah, at you, so- McCaffrey. And all y'all's turd Ferguson <laughs> quarterback play. He's going to grade out at – Mm. Uh, about wide receiver 11 for me. So, and that's going to come with, cause my model has, it weights a lot of uh, averages on dominator and yards, as well as um, some physical metrics and uh, mostly like weight adjusted speed score um, things. And then uh, the average of yards per team pass attempt. And just looking at his overall age adjusted metrics though, too, he was a guy that broke out early. If I remember correctly, I, I don't want to waste time scouring through this right now. And a 19 uh, age breakout. Yeah, it was he, so, but then he struggled the rest of the way. So we saw him do it at a young age, which is always good, but we want to see them continue to uh, continuous uh, a continuous ascension of them doing it throughout uh, 19, 20, 21, and then hopefully come in um, on on a good pro- projection uh, for for where they're going to land with their team and showing dominance throughout um, throughout their their time in college. And we didn't really see that, so that's alarming. Regardless of the situation, there I don't have his team situation pulled up in front of me. I do know that he didn't compete with a lot of other guys that were um, phenomenal talents, especially this year. I know. Um, the wide receiver core, I'm not familiar with any of that. Probably DPJ and then – oh, who's that other wide receiver? Nico Collins. Yes, that's who it is. Um, other other than those two, there weren't too many, too many standouts. And from what you hear about um, DPJ and his – his, he had a, an incredible combine in terms of displaying athleticism. It just kind of causes me to wonder where was that fall off? Where, where, was, where was the gap between his athleticism, his age 19 breakout – and then the rest of the way, where 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 was that gap? Where's that divide? Um, what happened there? So I'm sure there's context we can add in that situation. But just based off of some of his physical uh, his his physical data points, as well as his overall profile from an age adjusted standpoint, he was, he grades out about my wide receiver eleven, and that's um, but that's before. Like I said, I'm still getting a bunch <clears> of stuff. <throat> Pro day metrics and stuff. So he could go. We later. need the rankings now, actually. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the combine just happened, and this I is know. the open bar following the I combine. Know. And and everyone's been waiting for us. Okay. 
I'm a bum this year. And you. We we were hyping you coming to the com the combine bar, the the the, the open combine bar. Okay. I'm just here for the peanut butter, man. Yeah, that's true. Stay natty ain't gotta get natty. <laughs> I had no idea what Swag was gonna say there for a second. I was like, wait, peanut we started that P is like dag a bit. I don't know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the P nut butter, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's here. No, it if you need it. We're, well, okay, look, we'll get to the peanut butter later, all right? No, no, no. It's have a peanut butter. That's all. It's self-explanatory. The, the man's passionate about his protein. You know, yeah. Get off his back. Yeah. <laughs> so, Donald Peoples Jones, though, I mean, sorry, but I, I just said like, his, like, advanced, his efficiency metrics, he just doesn't show anything. His, like, yards per team pass attempt is really low, or his scrim yards per um, team play is really low all three years. And, I, I like Jesse was saying. When you only have that one year, and there's not there's nothing else besides that breakout year, and he had that athleticism, he had that high um, pro or that uh, I think the five star rating coming in, he was like the top wide receiver recruit. I mean, um, Jalen Rager had what six college QBs, and he still balled out, but yeah. Donald Peoples Jones couldn't. Um, that really bothers me. I, I, I mean, I think I'd rather even I'd rather probably at this point take uh, J Mike's boy Lynn Bowden over him just to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm just not one for like wait someone who's not produ- producing with that kind of athleticism in college. It really bothers me. But yeah, and f- and also too for what it's worth, his in in my model right now with some gaps there, he's being propelled by his his combine metrics in terms of you know weight adjusted speed score and other things like that. Because if you look at it just as overall averages comparative to some of the guys that are below him or even uh, just slightly above him, he clearly grades out as a much worse, uh, a much um, lesser productive wide receiver than a lot of these guys. I mean, he's currently in front of a, just, for example, um, guys like uh, KJ Hamler. I don't have all the pieces on him. He averaged far more um, age adjusted production than, than DPJ. He's just, a, a lot of people are going to really, really, uh, they're going to really like what he, what they saw athletically from him. And they think that, you know, that's going to be able to translate to the NFL, but we just really didn't see it in terms of the production and the numbers um, uh, on, on the field for Michigan. So a little disappointing. Like an unproductive Miles Boykin, basically. Yes. Yes. <laughs> very unproductive Miles Boykin. Uh, I, I, I want to go around the horn real quick on a couple of things from the combine. I'm just going to name two guys. You tell me who you'd rather have on your teams right now. Um and, and I'm pulling a lot of this information from stuff that I've seen on Twitter, as well as uh, our good friends over at DLF and their rookie rankings. Uh, here we go. Um, we will start with you, Dave, and we'll go to Swags and Jesse. So Dave, Swags, Jesse. And Gabe, you can actually get in on this too, because I'm curious what you have to say. Uh, the RB1 discussion, is it still open or is it a, oh, uh, excuse me, or is it a shut case? Open or closed? <laughs> it's a, it was, it was closed before the combine for me with Jonathan Taylor. I'm struggling if I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor over Joe Burrow and Tua in a super flex at this point. I think he's, he's close to the level of like a Zeke for me or a, I, he's not where um, Saquon was coming out, but because he doesn't have the, uh, the receiving chops, but he, his speed, his athleticism, his, you know, his total yards over what was expected for him and like his conference just blew like all my data out of the water um, just from a pure production standpoint. And uh, I, 
I, I'm, I'm willing to, to sell the farm for Jonathan Taylor at this point. Swags. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to disagree with that. I think they they all did so well, like the top three backs there. That I think you, I can't tell you where I'm going to take any of those guys without landing spots at this point, to be honest with you. And I'm not even trying to cop out. But, I mean, if we're in a Debbie league and we're drafting today, I'm probably taking Taylor and then Swift personally. But I don't, I don't think I, I'm not going to shame anybody if they want Swift there. And even I'm not going to say I'm not going to be wishy washy on it. But once we know those landing spots, I mean, somebody's going to land somewhere killer, and it might not be who you think. So I, I don't know. I'm not ready to say a 101 unless it's like Joe Burrow. So, so it's still so RB1 still open for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Reeves. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be hard to just argue with the overall production profile of Jonathan Taylor at this point. Um, I'm a J.K. Dobbins guy. Uh, I really like J.K. Um, he's going to grade out favorably as being one of the the most consistent uh, running backs in terms of um, receiving production, which is something that I weight pretty heavily in, in in my models as well. But Jonathan Taylor, just overall, um, he just he paints that picture of just the most complete and and noteworthy running back in in this class and even if you just turn on just turn on one game and just watch the kid work i mean he's 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 very precise precision is one of the biggest words that comes to my mind when you watch him run when he's splitting the tackles and he chooses a lane and he goes he he doesn't cut hard he knows where to go and he knows how to leverage himself with his old uh, offensive line and that's something that is just incredibly appealing to watch even if you just don't know what's going on you just love to watch the man work and he's productive when he does so for me i think it's pretty it's it's pretty easy to say he's he is the 101 right now but um I like J.K. Dobbins for for a lot of reasons. I just need I need a little bit, a couple more data points on him in terms of um, productivity and some some pro day um, metrics from him, and then I'll have a better idea. But I think if you're arguing against Jonathan Taylor as the RB one, you're gonna it, it's an uphill climb. Um, I, I don't recommend it. <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> Gabe, <laughs> I don't even know how to rebound from this. Uh, Gabe, now, now, what if I said Eno Benjamin? Could would you recommend that? Could you fight against that, Jesse? Underrated, my friend. I would say we wait ah. him. Um, I think that the community is largely split on him. He's got one of the second to it's, if we're looking at just pure production and just numbers, you're probably looking at Jonathan Taylor, AJ Dillon, Keyshawn Vaughn, and, you know, Benjamin as those, that, that four, uh, pack of running backs that just got a buttloads of volume and just produced with it. And they didn't have anybody to take it away from them. Those were just guys. I mean, maybe Keyshawn Vaughn with his, with his switch from Illinois to, to Vandy, but, that that four pack of guys right there really didn't have to like compete or or deal with any you know uh, nonsense like like adversity. Sweat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they really didn't have to deal with that, and they produced on it. So Eno Benjamin in that discussion for one of the more um, underrated running backs in this class came in over the weight we expected him to as well. I believe he came in at what two o is it two o four? He was coming- everyone was so mad. He was. So, they were. They were upset. Like give the man the respect. Put the respect on his name because mm-hmm. now we're talking. Eno Benjamin was in the house and he came in, I think, roughly. What did he come in at? 207? Is it 207 or 204? I can't remember. But he was supposed to come in at 195. Him coming um, over 200, 
It's fantastic. Wasn't he 190 at the Senior Bowl? He was. He was like one I'm telling you, rice, water, uh, peanut butter, peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter. Yeah, he, he was. He was one ninety five at the Senior Bowl. He was two oh seven at combine. Yes, two oh seven. So he came in fine. Um, in terms of of his his overall, um, measurables when 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 we grade out what he did at the combine, he still didn't he didn't impress physically with that extra weight. Is Four, five, seven, fifty-six percentile, uh, forty-yard dash. He graded, you know, below the fiftieth percentile in everything except for uh, burst and agility, which is kind of what we saw from him in in tape and short vicinities, short area bursts is where he really thrived, and he's able to open up a lot for himself in the open field. Good guy in contact balance, um, producer. He's going to be a guy that you're going to be excited if you can snag in the third or late second. And he kind of carves out himself a role on a team as a guy who can catch the ball, as a guy who can run between the tackles. He might not be fantastic at everything and the most well-rounded or best running back in this class, but he will carve out a role for himself on a team and he will be productive. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about him, somebody that I that I definitely foresee. And he's going to be a value at, you know, in some instances, I, I think. Well, I, I thought J. Mike was talking about the 101. Now, now, now do me a favor and spell his name backwards one time. I can't. I don't know how to spell. The 10 Eno. <laughs> Come on, son. No, no. This is too easy. <laughs> too easy. No, no. 10 Eno. Come on. Jesse Reeves, all golf. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> J. My, I didn't pick up what it doesn't have guys. to be true to be funny. Come on, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm Don't so. let the facts get in the way of a good story. Uh, guys. Come on, I, yeah. come on. I ruined it. I ruined it. Um, <laughs> jo- I mean, Jonathan Taylor's the 101, and that's end of the the story. But you know, uh, Jesse, I do find it intriguing the uh, your allure to young J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, I feel like, you know, who was that? Uh, Dave, you said you're ready to put acres as your three. Sorry, I'm pouring myself a drink here. You know, I'm, uh, hey, dude, I'm thinking- no. don't, don't I'm let thinking me interrupt it. that. I can just assume things. I can just speak for you. It doesn't matter. So Dave said that, that cam it. is his one Oh one, right? Good job. Space <laughs> man to the moon. All right. And uh, so I'm just I'm just thinking that I can kind of see this mold of of the top four running backs. We've seen this thing before where there's, you know, four or five running backs all in that top five. And then we don't care about C.D. Lamb and uh, all these other guys anymore because running backs matter, et cetera. And and you want to get them early. And they do. They they really do matter for for rookie drafts, to be fair. But I I, I do find it intriguing just to, to see how that adjusts through uh, possibly the pro day and then you know obviously landing spot just where they are drafted in first second round because that uh third round i guess maybe uh if that happens but um it's fun it's it's starting to get fun basically but but jonathan taylor j mike is, is my one if was that your question who the 101 is at- uh your rb1 yeah uh, rb1 okay well sure yeah still jonathan taylor Good. Always has been since since 2018. Yeah, but I'm I'm just curious because the I feel like a lot of the conversation for a long time was Swift uh, at 101, yeah, and RB1, 
and it feels like there's just been this tidal wave of support for Jonathan Taylor in the last uh, couple months, maybe last month or so. And then the combine comes and he tests like the freak that he is. Uh, and uh, I feel like a lot of folks uh, just basically saying that it's a, it's a shut case. So I was just curious if, if with the new information, if, if that's changed in your all's hearts. And I know it's different for everyone. Everyone has their processes. But I was just curious if that was something that that changed for you guys. So uh, with all that said, we're going to keep this moving right along. Uh, again, sticking with uh, the these rankings that I'm looking at here on D, on DLF. Um, and all of these were pretty much updated since the combine. Like, yeah, the, la- the, the earliest one was like 229. The latest one was done 3-2. So these guys are on top of it. Well done. I feel like my subscription is paying off. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so uh, d- just curious here. Uh, who Who would you rather have knowing what you know right now? Again, who would you rather have knowing what you know right now? Henry Ruggs or T. Higgins? We'll start with you, Jesse. Ooh, okay. T. Higgins. Okay. Swags? Um, man, I can't answer that question honestly. Okay. I'll just I'll just follow Jesse and say T. Higgins. Okay. <laughs> no, Dave? go on. Oh, yeah. T Higgins without a doubt. T, yeah, it's yeah, it's not close for me. Okay, they're back to back in rankings. I'm, I just find that really interesting how they are uh, that that close. Um, so that'll be interesting too. Um, uh, and and I'm I'm gonna get into the dynasty ranks here in a second. Um, but who would you rather have again right now, Jonathan Taylor or Melvin Gordon? Oh. Um, I'll take Jonathan Taylor. The Wisconsin. Am I my dynasty team? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're probably. Yeah, I'll I'll take that risk. And that's not to say I'm getting too infatuated with this class, but he's younger. He's clearly just as he's coming in with, and I can't remember off the top of my head, Melvin Gordon's overall profile, but. I would I'd venture to say that Jonathan Taylor was probably a tad more productive than him in in college, but um, yeah, he's younger with the shelf life and everything, and the value of running backs. They come in and they they tend to produce more immediately. Um, so I would say that that's probably you're probably trading one for the other. Not that Melvin Gordon's bad, but just let me wait my let me put my risk on on the younger guy who's who's coming in and who's probably going to have the draft capital the team's drafting him to be the bell cow i don't know what's going to happen with Melvin so and, and I, this isn't the bible i know and um but in a recent startup draft this is a trade addicts league um rookie 101 went 301 and 102 went 303 and melvin gordon went 609 Oh, yeah, see, that's mm. a bargain, I know. And and I know that, that we're not trading these players. These aren't hitting our inboxes. But, I mean, I'm, I'm going to definitely start fresh, especially, I mean, we don't even know where Melvin Gordon's going to be. Exactly, exactly. And he has he has trouble stringing together more than 12 to 13 games in a season. He's got some sort of tissue problem or 
Um, <laughs> just an issue overall, the holdout and everything. Uh, yeah, we don't even know where he's going to go. That's not to say he's he's not bad, but if you're just if you're if you're if you're picking one, you're picking the younger guy who's who's likely going to walk into the situation that's kind of built for him anyway. So, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'd have I have Jonathan Taylor right now as my RB eight. Um, that was before the combine even happened. So I, I'm taking him at like two oh four in a startup right now. That's how like that's what I mean when he's like at like Zeke was going what one oh five in the like in startups. Yeah, so I don't think it's crazy to say. Yeah, like, yeah. Saquon, yeah. Saquon, Saquon was going like one oh three a couple. You know, when yeah, I remember that. Teen, I believe it's it's was. It's not far-fetched. I don't think Jonathan Taylor's that, but he is definitely the closest in this class to being that. And you bid up for those guys. You have to take you have to you have to shoot your shot on those running backs because even if you hit on a fraction, three quarters of what you believe Jonathan Taylor is going to be, you're still hitting on 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 the notion that he is going to be at worst just slightly a fringe RB1. And that's good enough to pay the bills on Sunday. The worst he's going to be is what, yeah. Josh Jacobs probably? Like that's pro- like – Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, he comes in right for me. Like I have like – it goes Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, and then Jonathan Taylor, and then Miles Sanders, and Josh Jacobs. That's – like, and that's not – I don't think I'm being – I'm really not trying to be hot takey at all. That's just how – Yeah. Is That's just how – and I just I, – I tend to – those elite running – or those perceived elite running backs, I'll take over the wide receivers. So I'll take yeah. him in the mid – the mid second round and a start in a super flex startup. So yeah, because the reality is, even if he is not, even if he is not Saquon or Zeke, he profiles as a back who who can handle and who will receive Saquon and Zeke volume. And you have to. That's what we look for in fantasy. So that's right there. That that amount of volume. No team is going to draft Jonathan Taylor with. Yeah, we're going to start him out slow. We you know, we're putting Tariq Cohen first, and we're going to give him you know a majority <laughs> of the carries. Uh, you know, give it to Ronald Jones first. Let him get the first crack. No, Ooh, you're drafting Jones, Jonathan. Man. You're drafting Jonathan Taylor to get his hands dirty. You want him to get right in there and mix it up, and he's going to be the starter from the moment that 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 we kick off in in preseason and then into the um in, into the regular season. Is there is there a landing spot for Jonathan Taylor that like could potentially make sense that would scare you? scare you away a little bit, give you that, uh, that home improvement. Yeah. New York. What if he goes to Miami? Oh, if he goes to Miami, you can sign me up. RB eight might be a little, that, that might be a little, uh, a little bit less than where we should have him if he goes to Miami, because he's going to be the team and he's going to be the Dolphins. That's it. <laughs> it's the Jonathan Taylor, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that's it. How dare you disrespect Fitzpatrick in such a way? Unbelievable. They won't let that man throw another dime <laughs> if they draft Jonathan Taylor. Is Cody really that ha- handsome, J. Mike? He is. He, he's a quite uh, dapper young man. He's the other day. Quite, man? quite dapper. Gee whiz. Uh, <laughs> he, he at least – and we can go away from the combine stuff and rookies, but he did want to – he wanted us to touch on Michael Pittman. Uh, to see what what our thoughts was on Senior Pittman and his I think what age twenty breakout mm-hmm. age yeah twenty one twenty one twenty one depends on how you calc it but yeah I have him about twenty if we're talking depends 20, on how you calc it it's looking ugly hey we keep thing we keep things all natty when it's coming out of the 
out of the mouth, man. We just let it flow. We just let it be all natty. Let the, the vocabulary just flow, Gabe. I get no trust. I got it. Big trust. Woo, woo. Big trust. Woo woo. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Michael Pittman. Yeah, he's actually somebody that I didn't anticipate. He's going to grade out pretty well in 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 my model. Right now, I believe he's he's give or take. I do have him actually before DPJ, so he's probably wide receiver nine right now. He's just kind of a middler to me. He's kind of like that middle-of-the-pack kind of guy, uh, decent breakout age, was productive for two seasons at USC. Some context for his over his last year, he did it without JT Daniels. Um, JT Daniels, I believe he tore his ACL early on in the season. He wasn't competing. Um, I can't remember if Amon Ross St. Brown, I believe there was just a lot of injury uh, reports in that in that offense this past year. So he did get some added um, some added volume, but he did good with it. He did very well with it. Um, he's somebody I'm, I'm intrigued with, but as kind of a, more of a safe floor guy, you know what you're getting. You're going to buy into his wide receiver two ceiling. He's definitely not going to come in and dominate for, uh, at, you know, you put him next to like a Christian Kirk or something, don't, you know, a DJ Moore, or it, he's just going to get overshadowed every single time. But I think that his floor is um, a, a decent fringe wide receiver, two wide receiver, three weekly, depending on what situation he goes to. I like the the decent breakout age. You see decent um, hit rates there with, with some positive upside with guys who break out at age 20. It'd be, it'd all, it'd be all about the situation and, and where he lands for me. But I do like him. I do like Michael Pittman probably more than I like, um, a guy like Devin Duvernay, uh, and I know that's going to throw some people for, you know, for a loop. But I do like Michael Pittman a fair amount. I feel like his his combine with, like you said, middle of the pack, like that was going into the combine, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's just where he landed after the combine too. Like he just, yeah, sh- he just showed up, and then mm-hmm. he just, you know, ran and jumped, and and now he's here back in the middle of the pack, and you know poor thing but that's just you know what this tier is going yeah. to be with this draft it's exact he didn't wow you in any capacity in terms of the workouts i mean he 59 percentile four five two four yard dash uh, had a good speed score uh, burst score 58 percentile agility score 66 percentile uh, for anybody that weights that stuff um individually or anything like that he didn't yeah he's just a middle of the pack kind of guy not bad but not great he's definitely i'm not like salivating to to go and trade i'm not you know trading jameson crowder for a late second so that i can go and grab michael Pittman. i mean that's just like that's lateral to me you know i give me like give me jameson crowder and his massive massive volume you know it's um so, but yeah, that's good to your point, Gabe. That's exactly how I feel about it. He came in, he did his thing, and he just kind of solidified himself as that, you know, that middle of the pack kind of wide receiver. Good upside. We'll see what happens with him. So, I know, I know Peter Howard's a big, uh, I'm a big, I'm, uh, Peter Howard's a pretty popular guy on this show. Um, he has a, a Patreon podcast he does now. Peter who? Peter, yeah. Peter Howdy, who? He, like hat tip, Mr. Hat tip. Could you, could you add him? Yeah, I could start talk with his accent or something like that, but, um, (laughs) but he, so he went through on his, um, his podcast saying, uh, describing the categories to how to spot a wide receiver bust Mm -hmm. and people who have a later breakout age and only have one, um, really year production. Those are, those can be some serious red flags, um, as far as wide receiver busts are concerned. Um, and that's what I, I see one good year for Michael Pittman. He is he he had a good uh, height adjusted speed score. 
I mean, that that one year at USC is great, but he's doing it for so for me the way he comes up in my database. He did this at age 22. He dominated again, you know, against he's probably mature physically at the age of 22 compared to you know he's playing against freshmen, sophomores, um, and he's dominating them. I would have liked to seen it at an earlier age, and he didn't do it. So that's a red flag for me um, when it comes to Michael Pittman. I'd I'd rather take a, a shot on a, a Quez Watkins or something like that, who's a lesser, um, you know, doesn't face a sit or an AGG who doesn't have the same level of competition, but really has great age or age adjusted production. And that's just Michael Pittman doesn't really have that for me. Real quick, I do have a question. Um, you said you only see it for one year um, with Michael Pittman, and I definitely see it one year when we're looking at like raw statistics. But when we look at like his age-adjusted like receiving yards market share, he he yeah. it, this isn't going to wow anybody, but he hit over twenty-five percent, which is considerably yeah. you know in uh, his age nineteen season is or his age twenty season, excuse me, where I have him, and then followed it up the following year with twenty-nine percent. So. Although we did see him spike at age 21, we definitely saw him kind of surpass that threshold um, at age 20. And to kind of go along with your point, I saw I, for me, I see two solid years of production with. You're right. You know what? I was just looking at the raw stats when I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and then once as soon as you started talking, I went over and his he does have we're looking at his market share. It's like his age. Yeah. Early dominator by year he actually did have two good years looking at like and to, but to but to, to your point though they weren't like these ex, ex, except for last year where he spiked when we saw him hit almost 30 percent of that receiving yards market share we didn't really see um anything that kind of posed like what like two strong seasons we saw two good seasons of production we didn't see anything that would uh that would that would cause us to you know jump out of out of our chairs for him and that 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 caused us to think that he's anything more than that middle of the pack kind of guy and i definitely believe to your point about you know um the discussion on where those red flags are and like peter discusses too um, he's definitely one of those guys that you have to categorize as situational upside. Like I said, you definitely are not drafting him to be that wide receiver one, and he's going to be situation dependent with draft capital. Those are the, the, the big things you really want to focus on when we look at a guy like Michael Pittman. But to ignore that there is some upside would be pretty negligent because there is. He yeah, gave no, you're, you're years, right. You know, stuff right. to go on, and I really think he's he's definitely worth a look in that back the back half of that that second round, early part of that third round right there. I'd consider him higher upside than a dart throw but just like he's just barely um he's he's he surpasses that mark um but not by much i guess yeah. speaking last, of last ignoring uh, <laughs> we'll just go say your last yeah, word right <laughs> well well this michael Pittman or brian edwards we we have people yeah. here watching this gosh darn show jesse and you're just rambling and rambling and rambling and talking about michael Pittman and Pittman and how average he is and that he's going to be drafted in the third round and that he's going to have maybe like one productive season because he had maybe like one productive season in college like guys just tell us if we want michael Pittman or Brian Edwards. This is the we have one question and just go. <laughs> Who? Who? Brian Edwards, if you're oh oh no. Oh no. He's giving me that he's giving me that cold shoulder right now. No, like, I'm not sure. Treatment. I'm not sure if he's clowning me or if his microphone is literally not working. I would like everybody else to decide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just gave you the whole rundown. Yeah. Yeah. We were yeah. Talking. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You but you were talking, so you weren't listening, so you didn't even hear me. You didn't even hear me. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Brian Edwards. Uh, Brian Edwards for me. Yeah. With the with yes. the foot. 
With your yes. foot. Well, I mean, for now, yes. That's my quick answer. Okay, around the horn. Yes, fellas. And then, and then, and then I've got to ask, and then I've got to ask uh, something to Swags here because uh, Third Mike brought something up that we've got to discuss. So I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no. What do you guys think, Pittman or Edwards? I'll put it simple. They're both risks. Give me the guy who performs yes. from age 17 on. Uh, the guy that <laughs> doesn't Edwards. really just give me the guy that I know can produce in almost any situation. So I'll, I'll take Brian Edwards there all day. Okay. What do you got, Dave? I kind of thought that's where you'd end up going. We were all <laughs> nonchalantly waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys are jokesters. <laughs> jokesters. <laughs> <laughs> you say Dave. Am I wrong? <laughs> no. I stubbornly have Edwards at wide receiver four right now still. So um so I'm being really stubborn by keeping Edwards at wide receiver four. He has just his, you know, um scrimmage yards per team play is on average is is great. He has four years of production, but he's still coming out at age twenty one. Um I'll take Edwards all day. Okay. Gabe, did you want it on that at all or no? Uh, yeah, sure. I, uh, I, I just find it intriguing, um, to, um, put ahead someone that we haven't, I we've, we've seen plenty, I guess, but, um, just, I, I don't know. It's just scary to see that in the off season, but, um, no doubt. yeah, I, I'd still go Edwards just based off of what we have seen. I think that's still fair. And, All right. um, yeah. Fair enough. Third Mike uh, brought this up, Swag, so you have to answer for this. Uh, and I just need no. to know. Uh, <laughs> I heard you detail this on your pod. Uh, and and I'm curious what your plan is. Apparently, you have all the firsts in a league. And by all, I mean five of them. What is <laughs> I only have five. Yeah, I, I have five. And it, I mean, I have a 104, a 105. A 107, a 108, and then a 110. So I don't have any of the early picks. That, but um, I'm going to keep them, if that's what you're asking, Mike. I'm not trading them to you. I've, I've literally changed my <laughs> name of my team to no, I'm not trading a first. Like They're almost a curse Like if you like to make a lot of moves because – Anybody you start to talk to, like you could start the trade talk and you could go in strong and they're like, if you throw in a first and, and you're just like, dude, like, no, like, I, what if we just do this? Well, I really want a first. All right. Well, you really weren't even talking to me until I started this conversation. So <laughs> I, I don't know, man, like they're everybody. Once you get in a trade talk and like, there's this one guy in another league, I have a one Oh seven and any trade that comes up, it's always countered with the 107, whether it's a good deal or not. And it, it just kind of gets to be a nuisance a little bit. And um, so, Mike, I'm thinking that I'll I'll get either two top running backs there or a running back and a wide receiver or a quarterback at 104 and 105, depending on how it all falls. And then the 107, I think I can get a nice wide receiver. The 108, I don't know. I might, I, I might take another quarterback depending on who falls and where the landing spots are. And then the 110, I don't know. I might try to trade back, get into the second with that one. But none of them are going to be traded for anybody in 
the NFL today. Like I've kind of decided I just want to stockpile those rookies in that league. It's not a winning approach or something that I'd necessarily suggest to anybody, but that's what I'm doing. I'm really excited for that draft. Five picks, man. I don't know. I don't. That's so fun. I'm, yeah, yes, absolutely. I was just about to say that. Like making the making picks. Yeah, are so I have fun. no leagues. I have no leagues like that where I just have like a plethora. Like I think the most I house this year is three, which is still considered a lot. I would say three firsts is, is a lot yeah. in the league. But um, just to have five, like dude, just the hope is just seeping out of you. You know, like just the yeah. the hope of building that that championship well and it's fun it's entertaining and and i mean only one person gets to win your league the chances Uh of me winning it year in year out are slim obviously so for me i I look at my leagues like uh, i'm paying i'm buying in and i'm likely not winning i hope i do but that money's going that's entertainment and i'm gonna enjoy that draft and i'm paying for that as well and i'm super excited for that draft I think there's a part of me that that never lets go of Madden franchise mode, and <laughs> even though I didn't buy this year's game, um, I'm just I I thoroughly enjoy making draft picks. I thoroughly yeah. enjoy it. Like not not that I'm amazing at it, and not that my hit rate is something that's absurd. And like, man, like look at me kill it left and right. Like no, like I like taking the players that I like a lot. <laughs> Like, I, I enjoy and, the and if you're not like us and you you don't want to make those draft picks, I don't think you should trade them today because the value of your picks are going to go up each and every day. So even if you like to trade all the time, like just be patient with your picks and wait till the rookie draft comes and maybe you'll find somebody that you like a lot in the rookie draft by that point. But if not, that's when you want to make your moves to you trade those up. picks. They will yeah, not lose value. Too. Run it up to when you are on the clock, and then you throw that yep. you throw that life preserve out. Hey, who's going to grab on? Who wants it? Yeah, and I mean, you never know. Like you, you Derrick Henry might sign a contract in Tennessee, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden his value goes up, and people are going after him even more. And then the rookie, the NFL draft comes, and a decent running back goes to Tennessee, and Derrick Henry just lost value when he's probably in the spot he was going to be the entire time. So, I mean, there's NFL vets still could lose value just because of a player coming to their team. Those picks won't lose any value at all. Sorry, Mike. (laughs) No. And and one of the things that he said in the chat was uh, he said he's hold on. Wait a second. Um, Crap, I lost it. He basically said that he understood exactly where you were coming from, and he was not even going to ask you about them. He he knew he knew better. <laughs> there it is. He said, "You and I are on the same wavelength. Haven't asked, and I won't." So he knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, everybody uh, wants those damn picks, though. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, speaking of picks, and then we'll jump into something that that uh, Big Bad Bill has here uh, in the chat as well. Um, this is this is my own personal team. I'm just curious your all thoughts. In Superflex rookie leagues, uh, excuse me, Superflex leagues, uh, Miko Hardman, your boy Gabe, Miko Hollywood, Hollywood Miko, yeah, uh, or or the uh, let's just say the one twelve. Oh, um, I'll take the one twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all you can get. I'll take I'll take the two hundred five. <laughs> 
over me. Come yeah. on, man. Running to the Hollywood McCall. Hollywood Cole. I don't even know how to say the his one, name. The one fell with an absolute steal. I'm surprised you can't get more for that, though, honestly. Like, y'all, are, y'all are tripping over this 2020 class already. My goodness. Who you Peter, take? Peter would be ashamed. He, it's not, Gabe, it's not take Tyree it. Hill. I'm taking Andy Isabella. Is that a is that an option? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no I'll take Gabe, one. You, Gabe, you talking? You talking all that mess? Who you taking? <laughs> <laughs> You're cutting out. <laughs> bad connection. Bad connection. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Nicole. You're my boy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Come on. This is what I was Listen waiting for. Listen to him. I know. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so fake. I'm so fake. Okay. <laughs> I would, Whoa, I wow. Would... <laughs> Whoa, wow. Wait, wait, wait. Is this super flex or is this? That's good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> All right, that's good. <laughs> I'll take. I can't, man. Oh gosh. All right. Sorry. Uh, I was trying to hold it together. Couldn't. All right, Bill. Is there anybody in here that's taking Mikol over the one twelve? I kind of want to just what to be that? able to see what happens. I, 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 I'm curious how he fares. If his role's expanded in the offense, because I feel like all that's fun, like a lot of that's exciting to think about, like the prospects yeah, yeah. of Miko Hartman. Um, mm-hmm. But in that range, like I'm really, I'm really coveting a lot of those players, late first, early second. I like that range a lot. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, but the I, thing is, is is sell Miko Hartman for a, a first, you know, mid to mid late season, and then maybe it's the one twelve neat. But then it, it could have been the, you know, probably between a 104 to, to, to 112 kind of thing. So um, just the wrong, the wrong time to, to sell. I don't know, like, if this is an actual situation we're talking about or if J. Mike's just trying to get me to say I, I hate Nico Hardman. But, no, it, uh, it, it, it's, in my, it's in my inbox right now. Okay. So. Oh, okay. We're- uh, yeah, I, I don't mind. And you're on what what end are you on on that though? Are you the 112 end? Are you receiving the 112? No, from I I have I currently have Miko. Oh yeah, yeah. You do. Oh yeah, wow. you should. That should yeah, you do. The question. the question should have been, hey, did I make this good trade already? This should have been <laughs> but, not which one but, did you have? This should have been <laughs> past tense. This should have been done hours ago. You should have carried this onto the show. But do you guys? I mean, but do you guys find? Just is is there any part of your being that is, that finds Miko in that offense tantalizing? And like, man, what happens if the roles expanded and he gets eighty targets? So right? If you look I'm at fat, just the value, look at the value overall, though. Like you were looking, I'm just looking at like Ryan McDowell. He just shot out those those post combine dynasty rookie ADPs, and we're looking at. Initially, Denzel Mims is somewhere in the second round. You have like guys like Lavishka Chenault, Justin Jefferson at 111, 112, Henry Ruggs at, at 110. Um, assuming that maybe you, you could possibly snag at least one of Jefferson, Chenault, and or Denzel Mims. I'm taking those guys 10 times out of 10 over Miko Hardman. 
Um, you have to assume that in in Kansas City that you're hoping that Sammy Watkins is kind of you know done there. Um, I still have yet to see what's going on with him and, and if he is going to take that vacation he he said he was going to take. Um, but at best, at best, you know, w- with with that, let's assume that that entire team comes back, the, the wide receiver core. You're looking a little – Michael Hardman had 7.3% of the target share there. He averaged 7.1 fantasy points per game. Um, he only participated on, you know, using uh, like route participation and snap share, 43% of snap share, 37 of those were from the slot. You know Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill operate heavily from the, those areas of the field. There's just almost no pathway for him to those 80 targets, I don't think. I don't see it. Me personally, I think this is probably along the lines of what you get with those spike weeks. He had double-digit fantasy weeks in one, two, three, four, five, six, six weeks this year. You're probably looking more along the lines of that type of production. And then you can hedge that, though, with a Justin Jefferson, who we know is going to be very, very good. At least I know he's going to be very good. Um, Talk about it. That's, you know, that's he, he's got why the you want him to talk about it, J. Mike. Isn't this he's your dude the, that you want to get at the end of the first the round? Why, why are you hyping the, him the cat's up? Out of the I, bag. Uh, he's the cat's alpha. out of the bag. No, he's I get the, it because he's an LSU tiger. Okay, okay. So the, give me, the Irish okay. potato, the I Irish potato has been that Irish potato. Are you willing to trade Michael Hardman, an underproductive wide receiver in a talent-rich offense that has too many mouths to feed or who never proved in college that he could beat out the surrounding talent around him or have the profile to be a number one wide receiver? Or are you going to take Denzel Mims or Justin Jefferson, who have both on the opposite end of that, who have proven that they can do that, who have the profile of an alpha wide receiver and who can arguably come in and carve out that wide receiver one role for their team. Uh, I think the answer is pretty simple. That's just me though. Listen, I thought I hated Nico Harmon. Can you, can you give me the answer? Give me the answer. I don't, it wasn't clear. Space man's going to be my DM. We're more similar than you think, man. You're, we're on the same wavelength. No, I, no, I mean, I never thought I'd be arguing for equal Harmon in this situation. Um, I, and I, I think the only thing that I would say against Jess, like to counter Jess, would be like, I mean, Sammy Watkins is a $21 million cap hit this year. They save $14 million, so they cut him. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to, you might see a boost, uh, like, um, Nico Hartman's value might get might jump even more if once they cut Sammy. So you might get a jump that way, but will it jump to the one twelve? I don't. I don't. I'm not sure if it'll jump all the exactly. way to one twelve. Well, so. and I think his value jumps, but does his production jump that much? I mean, exactly. where where was Sammy really there last year until the playoffs? Not, I don't know. And then you're really. you're going over those numbers, Jesse. Like, how many of those were the first? three or four weeks while Tyreek Hill was gone? Uh, two, two of those. His his highest spike weeks of the year where he um, hit 16 and 18 fantasy points were in weeks two and three. Um, okay, yeah. And you saw his spikes in receptions as well. He had four in one of those with six targets. Um, granted, he never had six targets again except for week five in Indy. So, yeah, the volume just isn't there. But I will, you know, looking at some of his other metrics uh, in terms of, you know, yards yards per target, 
um, and and yards per pass route, things like that. He was an efficient wide receiver, so this could just it could boil down to where his where his uh, volume is coming from, and if he can carve out that the the uh, sufficient role in that offense. I think he can do cool things with it. I, it's just a matter of whether he can get it or not. Yep. I love I like the cool when we talk badly about Sammy Watkins. Yeah, and, and and Cody said this in the chat. Cody just said this. We're we're both uh, Sammy stands, if you will. Uh, he said, "Do not let this this slander stand." Everyone knows where I am with Sammy Watkins, and here's the thing: I don't have to take up for Sammy anymore because the fact of the matter is, you can't spell Super Bowl without Samuel J. Watkins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So. But, but, but Jay Mike, no matter how much you like Sammy Watkins, do you think he's going to be there next year? Um, I, I, no, I don't think that he is, which is why I, I find, and, and this is one of the reasons why I'm hesitant to move on from Hardman right now, is because, yes, I want, yes, I like the pick, and I, and I would definitely like someone like Justin Jefferson ahead of him because I like Jefferson a lot. Like, it doesn't matter where Jefferson goes. I think he can go into the slot and play immediately unless he's just on a team with, like OBJ, Jarvis, and let's say they sign like Robbie Anderson and like just get crazy, right? All of a sudden, then he's buried. But I think Justin Jefferson can come in and, and play immediately. And with that being also said, I also think that if Sammy Watkins is cut, then we do see a boost in Hardman, if not, if even just for the short time, to, to say, hey, look at this window, and, and who knows when it's going to be. Obviously, it's probably before the draft, but people will – will get some sort of drumbeat going unless, you know, they sign, I don't know, they, they come in and sign someone or who knows what they do with the money or what happens. Uh, they draft someone. I, right, well, exactly. And all of a sudden. So, so then what? Again. You trade them for a 110 instead of the 112? No, no, no. No, no. My, I, I guess my, my, my the, the worry becomes, not even the worry. It's not even a worry because I like, I want to see what Miko does in this offense. I like, I, I like it, the prospects of him. I like what he did last season with the limited touches that he had. He was fun to watch. I say that. Uh, I just don't want to be one that. How do I put this? I don't even know how to say this well. Wow! You don't want to pull the trigger and miss out on the hype train of Miko. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you're agree. You're, you're, you're talking to the girl right now. It's, it's too early. You don't. You haven't even seen the scenic route. You haven't seen the mountains. Right. You haven't seen the trees. You haven't smelled the fresh air. And you don't want to give that up just because. You don't think it's going to happen. You don't want to get mm. off the train too early. Who knows what you're going to see out there? Wow, but it could, but it could go real south real fast too. And then oh, that's when you're yeah. like, "Crap, I really wish I would have got that one twelve. Now yeah. I can't even get the three hundred one. This is gross." Like, yeah. you know, that's. Yeah. You ever seen Shallow that's Hal, Jay Mike? I have not. No. Jack Black. Mm. It's a but great- I did see on Twitter the other day where Gwyneth Paltrow was saying, "Hey, this is the one movie I wish I wouldn't have done again before." Really, she said, "Shame <laughs> on her." Shame I, on her. That I'm, is a cool classic. Well, I, I wonder, I, like, I get why maybe the landscape today, like, why she would say that, I, I guess. But I also see, like, a, a, a sort of positive message out of it, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, it was it was toxic as fuck it throughout was the entire toxic. movie. <laughs> but ultimately, at the end, was like, okay, we were toxic. Uh, incredibly, so we're gonna we're gonna change that and, and be better, J. Mike. So the, the, don't. The, <laughs> we lived in a different time. Okay, it was a different time. So the, the way that she know, was talking, the way that she was talking was almost like people 
even I, I guess apparently was she, was she in like a, a big suit, like a large suit? Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, apparently when she was getting made up in this suit, like people wouldn't even look her in the eyes. Like it was a weird, it was like a weird oh. vibe that she'd get from people like on set. So ironically, um, like, yeah, it, okay. it was, it was really interesting. It was an interesting weird. read. Um, yeah. Well, how so, so you know, do you know about the movie, J Mike? Uh, I don't even know about the movie that much. I just know that she she was in a she. I was read that she was in a fat suit. That's what they called it. So okay. can we hold on? Hold on. I'm Whoa, seeing something. What? Hold on. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. All right. All right. Wait. I'm sorry. I just want to lay this down real quick. I'm looking at somebody just posted a mock draft on Twitter. Oh no. Listen, but listen, listen. I kind of really, really am. I'm tripping out about this. It's a Miami Dolphins. Pick sixteen and picks eighteen. CD Lamb and Jerry Judy on the same team. <laughs> what in the world Come would on. we do with that? I'm just Don't saying, I'm I got hot in here real quick. Just seeing Don't. that kind of got me excited. <laughs> no. I don't know why, but that just whoo. Could you, what are, what are we going to wait? We're going to wait five years for those guys to break out? Come on. We already got Devontae Parker. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Wake up, Jesse. Wake up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? You know, wait five years on CD, huh? Maybe four on Judy, huh? Come on, that be, man. That would be electric, as they would uh, say. That'd be fun. But anyways, I'm sorry. Man. I didn't mean to. I just saw <laughs> it. Good. It came out of nowhere. You know. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's not. That, that would be totally Dolphins, but that's not happening. It would. No, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you know. I just got sidetracked by a uh, Miko Hardman narrative street train. I came back and it was fat suits, and now it's a, it's now it's a, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the open bar. I was just trying, trying to, show I show. was just trying to tell J Mike that he was shallow that about Miko. Yeah. And if you would have read the show sheet, honestly, you would, maybe we would know. This is where we were always meant to end up. Rookie, rookie mistake. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we were always meant to go. Um, Golly, Bill, uh, big bad Bill McCarthy, uh, super duper flex. Uh, I meant a long time ago for us to be able to to hit on <laughs> something that he brought up. Uh, he said he was offered 14 team super flex. He was offered Josh Jacobs for Daniel Jones. And we talked a, a week ago. Uh, actually, no, it was a couple weeks ago. Uh, Jesse and the lead that we're in together, TA6. Mm-hmm. What yeah. up, Hardy, Har, is that, Har? Is that what the up team that us? Jesse's team's like really bad? Hmm. No, he seems not necessarily bad. He he had he had a weird weird configuration of injuries and underperformance, but he's got good players, so it's weird. Right. Yeah, decent. Um, it's decent. It's decent. So, uh, Bill was offered Josh Jacobs for Daniel Jones, and in in the league that Jesse and I are in, we saw Daniel Jones be traded for Amari Cooper, and we discussed that on the show a couple weeks back. Uh, what are your all thoughts, Josh Jacobs for Daniel Jones, and and everybody pretty much in the chat, not everybody, but. Most folks in the chat were basically saying, "Hey, not enough for Daniel Jones," uh, but but I'm curious of your all thoughts. Obviously, trying to find a top ten running back is something that is like, uh, I don't know, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark type of stuff, right? I've never seen Indiana Jones, but I'm told that it's something where he's trying to find something that's really rare, huh? No, mm-hmm. I got it. The Jones. Um, I mean, the four, fourteen teams, though, man. Like, I want to. Yeah. I want to. That's a different beast in Superflex. And then you throw it to 16 teams. So 14 teams Superflex. And J. Mike, is Josh Jacobs a top 10 running back? Uh, I I believe ADP has him as such. When I look at February ADP for DLF, 
Uh, I am showing Josh Jacobs as RB number 11. Excuse me, RB 11. He's right oh, behind okay. Aaron Jones. No, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> so, so he's right behind. I mean, if, he's right behind the triumvirate of Aaron Jones. If you're going to flex Daniel Jones, I think he has a safer floor than Josh Jacobs does. Josh Jacobs, the shiny toy I want on my team, but I mean, man, Bill knows if you neglect if you neglect quarterback in a fourteen team super flex, you got to pay up, and it, it, you might have put yourself in that position. But man, I, I don't know. I mean, just do the math. You know, you I want three, I want three quarterbacks, and there's only two teams that can actually achieve that without hoarders and that that's if you're all being fair and spreading the wealth i don't know man i think that where do they go in your startup when was this startup draft oh well who knows that ship is sailed though i think he's drafting <laughs> now Bill said you guys are drafting <laughs> now but i don't think it's crazy man i don't want to give up josh jacobs for daniel jones any more than anybody else but no, I think I, that I, if I he's asking this question, he put himself in this situation yeah. and he needs to take Daniel Jones. I agree. As much as I want to say that I definitely lean with that Josh Jacobs side. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you can – I don't really trust Daniel Jones all that much, to be honest with you. Not yet, at least. I don't think we've seen um, – He threw five touchdowns in two games. Yeah, that's nice. That's he fumble nice. five times in both games, too. Yeah. Um, either. <laughs> Dang, Dave. Shut either up. way, it's a, a risk reward for me. I think that um, I think you know what you're getting from Josh Jacobs. I think you're getting a, a, a pretty solid running back, a guy who's going to compete for one of those top slots inside the top twelve every single year, based on just sheer volume alone. Can can you bridge that gap with a? more consistent um with with more consistent quarterback play from daniel jones i know every every position is 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 different and every league setting is different i know that that quarterbacks are valued very highly in in super flex league so um i want i want to say that josh jacobs is the clear the the clear side i want to lean with here but um again i understand that quarterbacks are highly valued and if you are asking this question you might be in a situation where this is a trade that you do need to make i don't know I, to me when you see it on the surface level it's like daniel jones josh jay that's not even fair right for me. no i, I agree I yeah but um because for me for that's context. what i you know here, I don't here you go it. for context because because remember he has daniel jones right now he has the daniel jones side other quarterbacks oh, he Minshew has that side has so he might be fine at quarterback well no well these are his other two he's got Minshew and haskins Oh, he's he's only got two quarterbacks. Yeah, then I'm fine. Or, they're t- they're three? trying to ship Nick Foles off right now, and 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 Haskins. Uh, they're not drafting Tua. I'm sorry to tell you, both of those guys. I'm telling these. They're not the long term answer. Don't get me wrong, but if if we're looking to ship an asset off like Josh Jacobs, let him get another half season of of dominant production under his belt. And then you start to look for maybe a little bit better of an asset than Daniel Jones. He's too Daniel Jones is still um, too undecided for me. I'm I'm too undecided on Daniel Jones. I should say. Give me Matthew um, Stafford instead. I mean, yeah, exactly. Give me somebody maybe a little bit um, a little bit more seasoned. I just think Daniel Jones is way bigger of a question mark than than um, than this trade is making it out to seem. 
And with Haskins and Minshew, I'm comfortable with. I'll ride that into the season and be fine. Can I actually ask you guys a question? Um, would you guys take Justin Herbert or Daniel Jones? Oh, give me Justin Ooh. Herbert. Yeah, coming out for me. So uh, he's bottom of the barrel, but he did flash. We have to give him credit for some of the things that he did last year in the league. What do you mean he's bottom of the barrel? I did. When 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 we look at um, quarterbacks that come in with with his accuracy is a big a big part of of quarterbacks when they come in. We quarterback models are really hard to decipher and there's very little that we have to go on that show um, consistency and predictability from the college level to the NFL level. And so things like um, completion percentage over uh, expected, um, which is, which is pretty much coined by Josh Hermsmeyer that those are great indicators. I've yet to see uh, or test Daniel Jones in that, um, <clears throat> in that regard there, but he was not somebody that was, was coming out of college that had elite level, um, completion percentage or completion percentage over expected. He was not somebody that was coming out um, who who graded out very very well in that regard. And neither is Justin Herbert. I'm not saying that that, that Justin Herbert is, but at least you see some of the production on Justin Herbert's side um, that he's yielded over his four years at o- Oregon and some of the physical tangibles that he has. That guy's got a rocket arm. That guy, has, he's exciting to watch play. Even if he has those like four or five plays where you're just like, God, why did you throw that football, Justin? Don't ever do that again. He makes plays like that, but he also makes some really, really, really fun and amazing uh, amazing throws. So for me, I think Justin Herbert just has far more upside um, than – than a guy like Daniel Jones. That's for me, though. Okay, I won't. Um, I, I find myself in a really awkward place, uh, <laughs> trying to trying to cape for Daniel Jones, and 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 I don't disagree necessarily with what uh, with with the facts you presented there. But I guess one of the things that we did see from Daniel Jones, we did see a lot of not so fantastic quarterback play, but we also saw weeks where he was like carrying carrying teams if, if, if people started him in super flex so um yeah i mean he didn't have I, barkley all year he didn't have evan ingram right. was and it was out. his rookie season right so yeah I, I just i don't i don't i don't know that i want to throw in the towel on what could be even though i don't i didn't love him coming out um and i'm also <laughs> as gabe has pointed out to me uh like the, like one of the things that i'm really jumping in on hardcore now is all these quarterbacks that we hate coming out of the draft like I'm I'm gonna just start trying to scoop them all in any drafts <laughs> that I'm in because if everybody hates them fine they'll slide and you'll get a value and then what happens if you get a Daniel Jones now who now we're discussing okay he probably holds more value than Josh Jacobs who was the 101 last season so now uh, I have a I mean now in in my back pocket from a value proposition standpoint I can swoop in and get um uh, much greater draft capital, but also in a 14 team super flex, like you're holding a guy who's likely going to be finishing in the top, probably 16 ish quarterbacks. You, you expect some level of growth. You'd think uh, in his play and he's got a lot of weapons to grow with as well. And it was his rookie season where we saw a lot of bad, but we also saw a lot of, like a lot of really good play out of him and a lot of points that he was putting up. I was just looking, he was 16th tied for 16th last year in point fantasy points per game. And, and he didn't like, even play every game. Right, and that's not even like so. This is and and it, you throw Jeff Driscoll's behind out with his three games. Um, yeah, he's right here in, in in you know tied for tied for 16th. Is that am I looking at this right? Can I read? Can I? Am I literate? Uh, um, 
Yeah, yeah. Sixteen and a half points. He, he's going to oh. be the Giants' starting quarterback, regardless. Yeah, yeah. That, and that and and there's that commitment to him moving forward. So, I, I mean, maybe, Justin I don't, Herbert I don't could love land him. in a situation that's good for him this year. It could be a situation that's good for him next year. We don't know. There, there could be buy low window opportunities on a lot of these rookies still. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've got to say, if they Daniel can keep Jones him, here. yeah, I'm, I'm like on the Daniel Jones side, heavy. If they can keep Daniel Jones running the football as well, he's he had two yeah. rushing touchdowns. He's seventh in rushing yards at two two hundred seventy nine. Um, he had he among all quarter he had five red zone carries, uh, forty five carries overall, which is fifteenth in the league among among quarterbacks. If they can keep him rushing the ball, I think you can get a little bit more upside out of him. But if we're just looking at like overall efficiency, I mean adjusted yards per pass attempt, he was ranked twenty sixth. It was six yards give or take. Um, he really didn't. He didn't thrive on the deep ball. Deep ball completion percentage twenty eighth. And and granted, they gotta. They have to get him some more weapons. So I, I don't want to argue that there's no up there. And and he's definitely not <clears throat> not somebody that I don't want on my teams at all. I just think you have to value him correctly. And when we look at him overall, he had three really big spike weeks. If we're talking about how um, he he had twenty eight fantasy points in week ten, twenty eight in week eight, and then he had thirty five yeah. in. Week Seen. Aren't they garbage uh, competition too? Wasn't yes, like- a lot of Tampa Bay, uh, Detroit. Wasn't they weren't too bad? Um, uh, New York Jets and then Washington. All of those teams he had um, over twenty five and uh, and over fans in those games and everywhere else. You just really see. I mean, he's got some duds in here too. Green Bay, eight point two points. Um, you, New England, five point two, and then the rest are kind of sprinkled in. Everything's below fifteen fantasy points, and that's not something I want from a guy who I'm trading an asset like Josh Jacobs for. That's just not the type of output I'm looking for in in a return trade. But um, we we also have to think like he was operating with Darius Slayton as his you know as his his wide receiver one. Evan Ingram was injured. It was just r- really Saquon. They're going through a change in, in, in coaching, um, and and a lot of things are going to change for that team. So I just don't know if I'm willing to give up a stable asset like Josh Jacobs for him, though. But I, I do think there is some upside there. And, man, and I, and I know what you're saying on Daniel Jones and the roller coaster of a season that he had, but outside of Mahomes and Lamar, like what, what quarterback didn't give us some weak – Weak weeks. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree there. I definitely. I mean, it's not all just steady Eddie for quarterbacks all the time, and and I know it's it sounds crazier to argue him against Josh Jacobs for me than it does Herbert, but I don't know. I'm gonna end this conversation by saying that Gardner won more games than Daniel Jones. <laughs> for for swags, it always comes back to Gardner. <laughs> That's the only answer, Jay Mike. He's he's the son Shoe of ball. the universe. Shoe ball. Hey, I haven't dropped that in a while. It's been a minute, man. You got to bring that back, Gabe. Come on, we're gonna have to go in full force, especially since they're they're uh, apparently getting rid of their. Uh, do you think that huge, happens? Do you think they can trade fulls? Uh, yeah, I that's where you were going, just, but I mean, no, 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 I was, um, but I, yeah, I mean, there's always Philly, man. Sir, yeah, no, there's, and there's always just NFL teams that want to do that. So, the, <laughs> um, have, have had it, let it rip Jacksonville. I I've always, I'm always been on Nick Foles being a bridge QB. So sure. Right out Minshew. What could go wrong? 
Yeah, and they've said they're fine having Foles on the bench now. Yeah. 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 He's a great backup QB. He really is. He's a great backup QB. Um, along with Daniel Jones, great backup QB. Guys, great, <laughs> great, great backup QB. I I hate I hate that trade so much. I, I haven't really said much about this so uh, yet, but it, uh, we get grumpy Gabe. Yes, grumpy Gabe. <laughs> well, I just I just like I'm so just uninterested in both players. So it's just like so boring. But and it and especially because it's super flex that uh, you, you almost have to side with the, the Daniel Jones, I can I guess. And, and I can't, Jesse, I can't believe I, I like you stopped me in my tracks when you said Herbert over Daniel Jones. That kind of that kind of hit me. That hit different. Infatuation, whatever. I'll tell you, I, I, I like I like Justin Herbert's upside. And I think we're, I mean, he's projected to go in 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 the top 10. So if we're talking maybe similar outcomes in terms of what a team is going to draft Justin Herbert to be, he's, they're going to draft them to be that starting quarterback. They're going to, they're not, you know, yeah. they're drafting him to take over a team. And from everything course, that I've just seen, just like Josh Rosen. Hey, 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 I would also like to say we're gonna have to we're gonna really have to talk about the situation. If Justin Herbert goes to the Chargers, boy, you are gonna you are gonna want that man. And let me say it louder for the people in the back. You're gonna say want it. that guy. You're gonna really, really want Justin Herbert when he's throwing dimes, 80 yard dimes to Mike Williams, and he's throwing 15 yard slants to the house to Keenan Allen. And Hunter Henry's going over top in the back corner of the end zone on a fade. And he's throwing dimes left and right on swing routes to Austin uh, okay. Eckler and Melvin Gordon, whatever running back. You're going to want oh, that man. guy. You lost me. No look, look, look. J Mike just. J Mike uh, just took this down, but I'm going to bring it back up <laughs> one more time. And this is the only time that I'm ever going to defend <laughs> Daniel Jones. But this is what Daniel Jones was dealing with, was diming with. And and he was producing of, of sorts, whatever you want to call that, mm-hmm. out producing your boy, your old boy, Philip Rivers. Uh, one would think i guess i i am not fact checking i'm just bullshitting but i'm gonna say that it's true and, and um and now you say that justin herbert going to the chargers like he, it's almost like you're dependent on this landing spot that he needs producers around him well look at your boy danny dimes doing mm-hmm. it with caden smith yeah. all right I like that. the I really the, the bronco prodigy cody latimer <laughs> as well as benny fowler gee are we forgetting one it's, name it's, on that list <laughs> Like, no, I, Saint, no, Saint no, 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 we weren't. I really liked, I really liked, go with the narrative. Space I man. Really the I really like what Daniel Jones did with that, that, um, that XFL team. 
But <laughs> what I do like more is what Justin Herbert would do with a Chargers team with far more elite players. I think you're going to buy into that situation a little bit more. And no, I don't think he's dependent on it. Um, Enjoy Tyler. Tyrell Williams leave. Maybe it's closer than I would like to admit. Maybe you know. Maybe it, maybe I was a little bit hasty in saying I'll take Justin <laughs> Herbert. Absolutely, but um, as it remains right now, I will I will holster my weapon and I will take that though. <laughs> I will. I, uh, I <laughs> yeah. I, well, I thought I thought that Justin Herbert was going to be our quarterback, <laughs> J. Mike, that everyone would hate, but I, I feel like he might be creeping up into some, you, you know, Jesse, you said top 10. I think that's like obvious. I think top five is more of the, the question. Like, can he get there in, um, in the NFL draft? You're talking about in the, NFL. no, yeah, 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 of course. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, well, oh, I think you, you were like, talking top 10 in super flex draft. No, no, I was talking top 10 in the real draft in the, okay. in, in, in the real draft. No, gotcha. I, I don't, I don't know if he's going to go top five. He doesn't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Could happen, man. Well, but that's, are that's weird, the quarterback dude. I was talking about maybe taking at one Oh eight, Jesse. Yeah, depending on where he depending on where he goes and what his situation looks like, if he's a guy that is taken in that top six, uh, those top six picks in the NFL draft, I don't. Why not? Um, why not take a stab at, at him later in that in that first round, early second, and in super flex leagues? I understand it. J, J- Mike, you guys did the your. Um rookie mock on the dynasty dummies show and yeah we did. I, I was surprised you guys had herbert at 103 and now it's seeming like you guys are ahead of the curve on that one at this point like i mean that's it seems like where he's going to be and wind up but when the, things are all said and done come may may drafts he's be the 103 probably and, and and i think as a group i think as a group um i think that's kind of the feeling is that he's he's probably going to go in that range uh, I know that that's Riley's guy. I know Riley's a big Herbert fan, and I think he he was the one that made that pick him or Foreman. I can't recall, but um, yeah, at, at, at this point, if, if you're looking at a guy who's about to go top five, it's really it's or, or even top ten, if you will, uh, in in the NFL draft, it's really hard with what we've seen with these quarterbacks in the league. It's really hard to I think bypass that 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 look at 103. So. As much as we love these running backs, as much as we love these guys and, and are big fans of, of what they can be and, and their prospects, um, then I think I think Herbert is probably fantastic value, especially if he ends up with uh, Jesse soon to be, uh, I don't know, send them in the middle of o- the Omaha Chargers because they won't be in L.A. forever. <sighs> do you just – do you like her? Well, the one thing about when Jesse was talking about how all these elite weapons are in, in with the Chargers still, I thought Tyrell Williams left. So, I mean, I don't know. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all saw what he did when he was supposed to be the number one nah, in Oakland, right? Come on, bro. He's not built for that. I'm just – I'm just – it. It, was it was too easy. It was too easy. Oh, oh he threw the pen down. Out of space, man. Hey, <laughs> yeah, everybody got another hour, yeah. baby. We're going to be here all night. <laughs> If only we could get, get that uh the, the the bunny from Zootopia the gif yes, <laughs> the gif that you got which triggered. triggered. <laughs> Dave got you. I know that. that's that, that, yeah, that's becoming your thing, though. isn't it? Yeah, that's that's the the PA Howdy equivalent of the uh, hat tip. That's that's you. Uh, 
Let's all just it's... meditate for a second. Can we all just have a moment of <laughs> silence? Um, yeah, yeah so moment's good. over. Just a quick yeah. heads up before we get ready to pack it in. Uh, I was actually, I had 113 in my inbox, 113 for um, Miko Hardman. And mm, now it changes. Up, well, I, I went to the person that had 112. Uh, shout out to the homie Shane, uh, Mr. <laughs> D- Data himself, Data don't score points, Shane Manila. Uh, and he he gave me 112 for Miko Hollywood Hardman. So, uh, there you well, have you made live, that live on the open bar live nice on work. the open bar as 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 shane would say and i don't know if i have to put the you know registered trademark in here or whatever trade alert mm. uh as as shane would say i feel like yeah, we should so have that as a drop like everybody should that just have that as a drop somewhere <laughs> but with shane like a universal that, drop know? universal podcast drop <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah, so I got, uh, i'm gonna make one for i'll make one for everybody appreciate that very much uh, so yeah, that was that was the trade. I'm semi sad about it because I want to see kind of what happens with me, Cole. But uh, that leaves me with and, and Jesse. This is in our league. This is in TA six. So oh, this just happened, huh? Uh, yeah, this literally just happened. Look at well, me. how I've many got, uh, how many leagues are you in, Jay Mike? Jesse and I are only are in two leagues together. No, no, I'm no. One no. that he commissions. Huh? How many leagues are you in total? I'm just, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to. Yeah, sure. I'm just doing the math um, of of. How many leagues you're in minus one is now how many leagues you have me, Hollywood, Cole Hardman in, right? Uh, eight. Okay. Too many. But so eight. seven. So seven leagues. You still have me, Hollywood, Cole, and you will, you know, find out. No, that was my own me, hold. Hollywood, Cole. No. Oh, that was my one. What are you doing? This is the brand, man. <laughs> this is the open That's bar. A great what, do you, move. what do you think we do here? McCall Hardman or Deontay Johnson? Bad players? Deontay Johnson. Yeah, right? Are you going to – exactly. Are you just going to dive into the rookie draft and give up Deontay Johnson? Like, why are we even talking about McCall Hardman? (laughs) Swag. We really – we we have deeply offended swags right now. <laughs> we, can, we can add this one swags to the uh, list that you and you and two drink had on breakdown regarding players that you don't have any shares of anymore. This is uh, he, I can add this. To I do not have any McCall Hardman, no, but I will have some Deontay Johnson. And and but I'm just saying, like I don't even know. I, I like Deontay Johnson a lot, but I think I still want that one twelve. Right. And Jay, Mike, you just said Deontay Johnson over McCall Hardman in before I got it out of my mouth. And and I still don't know if I want Deontay Johnson over the one twelve, but I know I want him over McCole Hardman. Uh-huh. I mean, he's probably the number one or number two passing threat in that offense, right? Just outplayed Juju, number a rookie wide receiver outplayed Juju. I don't even care what you want to say about Juju. Come at me, but he just outplayed Juju, a third year wide receiver, his rookie year, and we're blaming it on quarterback play. But Deontay Johnson did it. I don't know. Give me some Deontay Johnson. Where's that Zootopia gif right now? Juju talk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> we have it. We have a six screen here, J. Mike. We could just throw it that up. Hey, like, I gotta find it. Uh, I'm not it, saying Deontay over Juju, but I mean that just happened last year, and, and it's it's facts. No, I mean it's good. No, I I I just you're right. You're hot right now. Keep going. I like it. 
Wait, I we're. I don't <laughs> need I, I'm gonna get another drink. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> You're hot right now. I mean, there's. I feel like there's been a lot of questions in the chat. Um, so hot right now. One of which, Big B. What up, Big B? Fusion Fantasy Football himself. What's up, Big B? Hope you're well, man. Um, and and, and I know I, I, of course, I was trying to wind the show down, and then the, the chat lights up. You guys light up, and anyway, if yeah, I did uh, that. I, I, I know how you that. do. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Gabe. <laughs> what do you say, Jesse? Oh, Feel I was going to say before we get out of here. Um, for everybody that was that was anticipated, just just waiting for me to say where I'm bringing my talents to in the Girl Scout cookies regard. No. Yeah. You got to talk about Stefan Diggs first. Stefan <laughs> Diggs first. Are we <laughs> doing that now? We're doing that now? Let's just try and let's get it out of the way so that these – Keep these, them waiting. Fine, gentlemen. Ah, fine, get, the, gentlemen. get the ticker. Right. Get the ticker done. Fix the ticker. Wait, 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 wait. It does say trade alert. Like, it does, except I've not been traded. For a while. I'm, I'm moving on in free agency. <laughs> I have. I have. Wait, wait, Jesse. There, okay, there have been right. a lot. Of, there's a lot of people who don't know what you're doing right now. So set the stage okay. real quick. A quick little lead into what you're doing because okay, they might listen, have missed. So I mean, they might have missed the beginning. At, at the time that I made my decision um, to sign with Team Samoas of the Girl Scout Cookies uh, Fan League, um, I was naive. Uh, I took a contract that uh, was not suited to to me and the betterment of my career as mm. a Girl Scout cookies purchaser and eater. Mm. Um, I have since taken on new management on this new endeavor. Um, I I believe that I'm in better hands both financially and emotionally. Spiritually, I am in a better place right now. And I have decided that I will be taking my talents – to Team Thin Mints. No, oh, wow. There it is. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I want to let thank you guys so much for having uh, and in your hearts for allowing me to to be welcome and to, to walk in. And I'm just gonna, hey, I'm gonna leave it all. I'm gonna leave it all out there. Every dime, every quarter, every dollar bill, I'm putting it on that Girl Scout cookies table. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to grab those boxes of Thin Mints, and I'm going to walk away the happiest man on this planet when I do so. And I just, I can't wait. I'm excited for this new chapter oh. in my life, and I really do think that um, we're gonna thrive. Here. We're gonna thrive. Here. <laughs> <laughs> this, is how I feel. this is how I feel right there. No. <laughs> No, you're wrong. This is the greatest news of 2020. Unbelievable. Quite I mean, awkward. congratulations. Congratulations on your on your new endeavor, Jesse. Uh, oh, we're going to kill for, it. For, for those who are not I up on Irish hashtag. potatoes were for sure coming back up, though. <laughs> this is title town, baby. Yeah. We don't, we're not taking second place. We come for trophies. Team Thin okay. All, all I know is, all I know uh, is, uh, next uh, time, uh, that, you know, next year, the same time. Uh, if you're making another announcement because you're super disappointed in the choice that you made, uh, you'll recognize that the third, the third strike is real, and you only have one more chance to get it right. So, uh, congratulations I'm, I'm, to you. And I'm very happy with where I'm at. I can say <laughs> that I've been greeted with open arms. The fan base seems to love me, and the only haters that I see are the ones that. Uh, 
that, that we call the detractors from what is really happening in the Girl Scout world, mm. um, which is Thin mm. Mint's domination. We are by far and away the number one cookie sales in all of the land. And you cannot argue with the numbers. Do not make me get analytical because I will create a Girl Scout cookies model that suggests that Thin Mints are the most sought after and highly, highly, highly appreciated Girl Scout cookie of all the land. Um, we win. You don't. So, but 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 just that a quick is, question. No, no. In 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 this time of you know us trying to find different candidates and elections and polls and all this other stuff, how are we supposed to trust the judgment of someone who just spent a year in the trash Samoa Kingdom, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden I'm supposed to be behind you? I'm supposed to trust your judgment now because you want to ride with Gabe and Thin Mints drop, and Thin Mints are fine. They're fine, especially Frozen. Fro- much better frozen than otherwise, but I mean, settling for silver is not really, not really, it's not really a good look on you. But that's fine. I mean, if that's what you want to do, and you know, you want people to trust you, and you're flipping and flopping, and you was riding with Samoas for the longest, and making videos, and wanting to fight people, and all this <laughs> other stuff, and now here you are, oh God, um, tail between your legs, <sighs> coming back, then you know, whatever. It's cool. J Mike, J Mike, the title, the title of your cookie is literally just a group of people that follow each other. Hey, you, you you know what? There is you no know leader. You know what's in you know what's in tagalongs that is not in thin mints? Peanut butter. I rest my case. Rest That'd be gross. My I mean, he, he kind of got you. He kind of got you with the naughty <laughs> on that one. That I, is what the kids call ether, Jesse. Ether. I'm 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 trying to decipher all the words and the hate that's coming at me now. <laughs> I'm getting it in the chat. I'm getting it from my dad. Yeah. I appreciate what I did here is Gabe, you sticking up for me. I I appreciate that more than anything. Um, it went that's really the only thing that matters. Out the out the other. Um, as far <laughs> as concerned, listen, I'm just happy to get started here. You take that for what what, what you will. Uh, I'm happy to be here, and and you know what they say. Uh, no more talking, baby. We're out here, and we're we're coming for the championship. That's all I know. That's all I can say right now. I'm happy to be here with Team Thin Mint. Everybody else, um, good luck to you, and have fun. All right. <laughs> Took it sound still <laughs> No, he didn't. What's the one up? What? He didn't even have the one. What? Like what? What? What could be there? There's no way there are two cookies that are better than Thin Mints. Like, even if you have an argument, like I can listen to you for about like 10 to 15 seconds about whatever your bullshit cookie is, but it's easily going to be like Thin Mint after that. And, and y'all, Josh, you're really saying that there are two cookies better than, is it, is it possible to ban people from the chat, J Mike? Do you guys freeze your Thin Mints and have you done that? Yes. Throw them and in that's, the freezer a little yes. bit and then eat them. <laughs> Maybe he's saying one. Okay, I'll give him this. One hundred three is the uh, um, just room temperature. It's like thin and then the one hundred two is whatever his bullshit cookie is, and then the one hundred one is frozen thin mints. <laughs> it's riskier to debate cookies with you guys than it is like Daniel Jones and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. I think it's easier. I think it's easier to say it's like thin mints. People, it's like hating on LeBron. Like you hate LeBron because he's so damn good. And you know it. You know it deep down in your heart. You just hate to watch him do it. You hate to yeah, watch you that do. little girl outside of your local bank 
sell four batches of those thin mint Girl Scout cookies because you know that person's going to go home mm. and they are going to eat one whole sleeve of it. They're going to freeze the other one and they still have four more boxes after that. The thing is, is you know that they're good. You just hate that they're so good and you hate that everybody else knows that they're so good. And on top of that, you hate yourself for knowing that they're so good, but going against it. But then that, that makes you even more mad. So you don't know you, you use that displaced anger on the 101 cookie of Girl Scouts. And that's the Thin Mints, baby. And I'm sorry to tell you, you can hate on me all you want, but just know I picked the winning team. I picked the LeBron James of Girl Scout cookies. And guess what? You're going to have to go to sleep, Zach. Tonight, you're going to have to go to sleep knowing that I picked the winning team. All of you are. <laughs> all of you. Every single one of you. I'm going to sleep fine. And I'm, oh, cool. I'm going to sleep with the thin, minty taste yeah. in my mouth. That's right. Jesse and I are cuddling. Hey, well, you should really, you should really brush your teeth I'm, I'm selling high on Thin Mints. Cool. <laughs> Definitely where, selling high on Thin Mints. Where can you go but up? I don't know. Get Those lemon ones are really good. Sky and I really high, like baby. short oh, cookies. Shit. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a boring guy. All right. Well, we'll take the opportunity to not let you keep talking about lemon cookies and, and yeah, talk like, about the, the openbar.storeenvy.com where you can go ahead and flex your cookie and prove it. Say what you like, wear it. All right. Um, we, 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 you know what? Hey, this hold is on. like a year out now, but girls clout cookies, uh-huh. man. I'm telling you. How much is it? I'll buy a thin mints. I'll buy a thin mints one right now. I'll buy it right now to show my dedication. We could do that. We could do I'm this. I'm in it. You know, no. Let's just it's, let's, it's probably cheaper than four boxes of cookies. It, it's, and it's and it's definitely cheaper than one box of your Irish potatoes. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Those hey, are I don't I don't understand that. that. I kind of want to try it, but I don't. Yeah, I, I think I don't. Actually, <laughs> plus is shipping, free shipping at least? Is it free shipping at least? Yeah, um, I think earlier somebody said so. it was free shipping over orders of thirty-five dollars. Yeah, you, you know what? Give me a bag of dicks. Give me a bag of dicks. Give me the bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything, anything else you want to hit on before we get? get out of here? <laughs> oh, thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Of course, oh of God. course. Um, yeah, I think we're. Are we good? Uh, should we say goodbye to everyone? Do we, um, I love, I, I, I love you a, don't want this to end, but I'm, no, I'm so wait, sorry. wait, wait. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I remember now. I, I almost, re- <laughs> I almost forgot. Um, cause we, well, Mr. Natty himself, he brought out a- a- and the newly renowned, uh, victor of thin mint, City baby Jesse mm-hmm. Reeves, uh, he likes that natty PB, all right. And so he inspired me to create a draft for specifically peanut butter. So, what is your meal? Um, could be just a a delight. Uh, I'm gonna. I want to rule out tagalongs for you, J. Mike. I want you to get a little bit more creative because you don't actually produce that yourself. Only um, fair. You know, only fair. So, any sort of peanut butter delight that you consume, that you have consumed, that you're curious about consuming, go ahead and get it. Um, the the floor is yours, world, to think about it 
but this is our draft, gosh darn it. So we're going to draft it 101 through 105. 10 Eno through 105. <laughs> um, let's start with swags. You look like you're thinking about so peanut butter. I've, I've got the 101 of peanut butter. Yes. Foods. Yes. Jeez. I so know. I guess I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Reese's piece Reese's peanut butter eggs, like whatever seasonal, but I'm going with Easter. And yeah, I'm gonna take those. That's just easy. <sighs> Now, Jay, Mike, we have to have a discussion. Does that count? Because I just ruled out tagalongs, and those are manufactured. Reese's oh, are was also that manufactured. Rule? Should we rule that out? Okay. Should we say, look, you can't do that. Um, <laughs> this yeah, this you is your draft. You, you ride however you want to do. You have a lot yeah. of rules. I don't want to be a so bully, but I want I like, want to be stern. Um, <laughs> like then, then you guys like then you know what Buckeyes are. I'm gonna say that. Oh man, that was good. That sounds like an Ohio cool? thing. What is that? What is uh, it? You never it's had like a Buckeye? chocolate, oh, chocolate wow. covered peanut butter? Yeah, they're oh, Buckeyes. Look it up. Yeah, they're for real. But it's just like um, it's like a homemade Reese's peanut butter cup or something but way better like okay, they're good well, it's peanut yeah. butter and chocolate yeah it's for real all right all right got you uh in clockwise no. motion oh sorry did you have more about your buckeyes no i'm looking them up for you oh, okay they're pretty tasty i i, I can i can't co-sign that Ooh, they're buckeye balls oh geez okay they're like balls. the we got them oh now there we're we showing go. them here. Let's go. Uh, 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 there we go. Oh, so legit. Like they're, okay. they're large. Uh, it's it's like a large, uh, like ball of peanut butter. And it's like dipped in chocolate. Oh, uh, okay. And they're, uh, yeah, they're pretty fantastic. And th there's a recipe oh, on here too. All right. Okay. Never. I haven't heard of that. Okay. Buck yeah. You'd uh, like them. Bucky, uh, Buckeye balls, uh, peanut butter, one hundred one. <laughs> All right, uh, clockwise motion, Mister PB himself, FF Irish potato, the Coming thin mint man. <laughs> okay. Hey, All right. Got? So simply put, I could just, I could just grab this tub of peanut butter and just tell you how amazing peanut butter is <laughs> by itself in spoonfuls, because it absolutely. 100% is, and I'll eat it like that for the rest of my life if I have to. But the 102 and probably the sleeper, you could have put me at 105 and I probably would have got this. The sleeper peanut butter treat of them all is a toasted peanut butter and marshmallow cream sandwich, my friend. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Toasted. That. Just try it. Toasted. Just try it out. Just try okay. it. Toast two, two slices of bread. Some peanut butter, some marshmallow cream on one side, on 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 both of the the two different sides, and you just put them together, and you just let heaven and earth collide on your taste buds, and you just you have yourself a night. Mm. Have yourself a day, young man. Yeah, day, night, mid midday snack. You never know. However, you're feeling. I don't think I've thought about peanut butter and marshmallow as one. it is disgustingly good. Yeah. It is so. It's a delicacy. Yeah. Is yeah. Have you ever done s'mores with like Reese's peanut butter cups instead of Hershey's oh. bars? Mm. Talk okay. about it. It's now, like that. now I'm starting to think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now you got me thinking, Swag. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. you can do with peanut butter, my friend. Yeah. All right. Oh, so good. Dave. 
103 well, peanut butter you know, and onion sandwich. I'm, at the 103, <laughs> Jesse talked about trading back. I'm, I'm ready to go at 103, trade back and pick up a, um, some home delivered milk on top of this, on top of okay. for value. Don't but, say uh, peanut butter milk, Dave. No, no, not peanut butter. No, no, no. But I, I'm taking Muddy Buddies um, for Ooh. the win. They're they're awesome. Uh, homemade Muddy Buddies are the best. There, it's like uh, peanut butter. In like with checks, like with checks, and then some powdered sugar. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's good. Stuff. Like, some yeah. people call them pop, puppy. Some people call them puppy chow. Puppy hey, chow. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what is he stuff. talking about? That's not yeah. what whatever he just said. It's puppy chow. Yeah, some people call what, it, what we you, call it muddy buddies. Yeah, muddy buddies. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll take muddy buddies for the way. It's that's what we have every Super Bowl. It's like pick. our dessert. It's a great pick. Yeah, that's a really good pick, Spaceman to the moon, man. You all have crushed this draft so far. This yeah. is easily one of my favorites. Well yeah. Uh, besides, I don't. I still don't really like. I was a little more convinced once I saw the picture, but the Buckeye thing kind of freaked me out. They're fine. I thought that was good. like a. I thought I. Well, I J Mike. I was honestly like, I don't know, Ohio, the whole uh, thing. Listen, listen. No, you know, no. not, neither <laughs> no, you know. Are really cinnamon, you know, okay. cinnamon, and spaghetti. Come on, dude. Bro, on, it's I, weird. Skyline. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> Dude, you you know. You know. You know that something weird could have come out of that, right? Something no? weird definitely came out of that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll like it. <laughs> I'll try it. I'll try it. Um, okay, so I am going to go next. Uh, shoot, man. I I badly want to go the milkshake route. Because one of one of my really good friends back home um, is a huge fan of, of peanut butter in general, but peanut butter in milkshakes, which is, I think, a little odd to think about. Like peanut butter, just I don't know, man. That is a weird thing, but it is uh, it is good on a lot of stuff. Like I said, Jesse, like I don't think about peanut butter and marshmallow, but mm. yeah. And then the ah, how have I not tried the Reese's on the s'mores yet? Mm-hmm. Um, That's good stuff. So one of one of my I think it's like my favorite sandwich that doesn't have I don't know if it's, I'm allowed to keep going on the sandwich route but um, one of my favorite sandwiches that doesn't um, contain any uh, uh, you know meat I guess it contains protein because it's peanut mm-hmm. butter but um, peanut butter honey banana yeah but but if you really want to bring that up a notch if you want to trade up. You've got to leave it in the fridge for a little bit, and that honey starts to blend, and it gets that crunchy vibe to it. Not too much to where the bread is like cold and gross, but just enough where the the honey is crunchy, which is a very unique and just out-of-this-world taste. So uh, the honey, peanut butter, and banana sandwich for me. The HP B squared. Okay. And okay. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm close this out real basic. Um, peanut butter, you you all have said all great ones. This is just one of my favorites to do with peanut butter. Um, the, the way that I make pancakes, I put cinnamon and I do some other fun stuff to it. Kids love it. Um, and I put to all my pancakes, I just put peanut butter on top of it. And while, while the pancake's still hot, sort mm. of the peanut butter kind of gets this runny feel to it a little bit. And you can either go the route of, like you said, Gabe, putting honey and uh, bananas on top, or you can just go the maple syrup route. But mm. peanut butter on pancakes is my jam from from just about probably, I mean, once every 
once a month, probably I'd say uh, we, we have that at the house and the kids don't love the peanut butter as much as I do. Uh, but a uh, huge fan of, of that. And, and, and Zach, this was actually my honorable mention here as well. My wife, uh, her family, they make a peanut butter pie. Uh, mm. And I had never heard of it. Oh, yeah. Peanut butter pie is something special. If you like peanut butter, yeah, and, uh, you, you really should try to peanut butter pie, pie in forever. My grandma used to make one. Yes. Peanut butter pie is delicious, especially if you have yeah. someone who makes it. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Straight up. Um, honorable, honorable now. mention. Honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, he said that earlier. I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> Man, you know I am, Mike. You know I am. Swags, I know Somebody's you're on that. that. I know you're on that. Dude, that's good stuff. Yeah. Peanut butter and onion. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Just kill, kills kills the bite, man. Kills the what bite. What is man. that? So, what is yeah. peanut butter and onion? What does that even mean? It's the best. Just try That's it. The... It's a peanut butter and onion sandwich. Yeah, and I know. Onion. You it's saying it stuff. like that doesn't make it any less like, like raw. Raw. <laughs> yeah. Do you, like, do you like onions? No, it's no, bro. That's not no, dude. It's a banana and gasoline, bro. It tastes great. It's, it's doesn't make it any do less good. I don't know, it, man. No, like, <laughs> no, you'll like it. Really, you, you think like so? Onions. Raw. I love onions. Onions is great. I love onions. Yeah, yeah, raw onions. Yeah, you want to be raw. I would prefer them that way. Not, not even caramelized. Yeah, I'm not joking. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's good. You'll like it. You will. You will think it's way better than it sounds. Let me tell you that. You might not make yeah. one every day, but you will be like, okay, okay. I get it. I don't oh, know why right. peanut butter goes so well with onions, but holy but it does. shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like and it crunches. Yeah, absolutely. You're really convincing me to try this. <laughs> Dave. This is gross. <laughs> Jesse, if you try that, I, I feel like you'll be the only one here that I may be able to persuade to. I think you'll holler at me and tell me, okay, yeah, it's pretty good. You might be able to help me get other people in on this movement. It's a weird thing, dude, we had when we were kids. My mom did peanut butter, onion, and cucumber, and I think that's Oh, get out of here. What in the world is going on right now? This no. is... No, yeah. peanut, the peanut butter pickle sandwich is a real thing, and I have I have had that. I'm not I'm not yeah. even I don't know I don't I have no idea like if you're fucking with Jesse right now <laughs> trying to get I into the future. I have legitimately had the peanut butter pickle. In legit here, hundred percent. You know, part of me think yeah, I think you are because I've heard of I've heard of people that are yes, into like peanut pops. butter and onion before. I've heard of it. Like I've, I've there's a lot of like peanut butter sauces with different spices and stuff. Like the, it's a real thing in cooking. Like, but yeah, just peanut butter, just a normal peanut butter and onion sandwich, dude. I'll tell you what, if you don't have bread, dip some of that. Just go get an onion right now if you don't want a sandwich. Dip an onion in that peanut butter you got, and just I'm telling see. you, dude. I don't know. I feel like absolutely. the people that eat I was, the peanut butter and onions are like the same, like secret. Yeah, yeah. Class See, of like a peanut that like keep Long John Silver's alive. You know, <laughs> like you guys are in the same category. You know, so like the same Kenny Potter. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Kenny knows what's up. Wow. I I have <laughs> shout out to Kenny here. I've gotten a, in my Indian bag before and did the chicken satay, and that is fire. If if done correctly, okay. I wouldn't say that I did it correctly by any means, but it was certainly like, oh, I could see why this could be good, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had peanut, like peanut chicken before, kind of like yeah. the. Yeah, I've had that before. It's good. It's good. It's good stuff. 
All right, dude. Now hey, I want uh, one. Yeah, dude. now I don't know. Every, I think everyone needs to try that peanut butter pickle scent. It's like, it's, uh, I, I can't right. describe it. it. It's work, not, but it it's does. not bad. But it's just like, what was that, man? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. look, it's you a got, thing. It's not like Google it. It's a thing. They, like, they, they complement each other. They don't quite go together, but they complement each other well. Yeah. Huh. Huh. You, you guys are definitely starting a movement. Uh, it sounds like a bow movement is what is what's. Oh, I'll give it a try because it sounds it sounds like it's something worth worth trying. If y'all if y'all going to cape for it like that, I'll try it. I'll try it. All right. Let's get yeah. out of your game. All right, man. Um, shoot, that was fun. Uh, th this, you know what? This one went by quicker than many, many open bars, and, and not guy. not in a bad way, in a very, very, very good way. This was this was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's um, already tomorrow. I, yeah, I didn't I didn't wow. stop having fun. Who swags? Who's come on, man? What is it? What is it? Midnight? Oh five? Come on, man! It's only nine here. It's pretty late. Yeah. All right. Well, let's grab, man. Yeah. I just want to grab. Man. I'm not going to try to sound young and hip on this one. I'm doing good, but my eyes are usually shut at 12.05. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. I hear you. Um. Well, Swags, we'll, we'll eat it off with you. Let you say your piece. Um, any other peanut butter mentions you need to say? And I just shoot, hope Jesse really tries it. it. I think I've got him on the hook here. You I'll do. do you definitely you, do. You I am going to try. It. I don't know if I can muster the strength tonight, but I'm I'm in there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear you. Yeah, just you keep know. it in mind. I'm going to be checking yeah. in on you. I'm going. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> shoot me that DM. You just let me know. Uh, just be like, hey, dude, just remind me like once a week, and eventually I'm just going to. All right, damn yep. it, dude. I'll try it, and then I'll I'll do it. And then... I have to get him to leave me alone about this stupid sandwich. Yeah, like, but, but uh, yeah. no. I, I appreciate like you guys having me on, man. You guys are always a ton of fun. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Swag. Say your piece. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying my stuff. I'm at DFF underscore Swag. Hey, Follow shut the fuck up, Gabe. <laughs> Check out Rookie Fever podcast, Super Flexible podcast, and we finally put out another fantasy football breakdown. So, yeah. But, man, you guys are Udo's of fun, even if, even if you don't like Daniel Jones. <laughs> Swags, I, man. Listen, I, and, and I told two drink when I saw the when I saw breakdown in my feed this morning. I I about pooped my pants. I told I was so excited to see it. I was, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you guys are back at it. But I, I will say that during his hiatus, you were holding down super flexible quite nicely. You were doing a great. I job appreciate that, dude. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I appreciate that. We almost hey. got Marcus Grant to try peanut butter and onion sandwich. Really? That you did. Yeah. He, he Marcus did Grant's a peanut butter connoisseur. I didn't even know. He's he went way deeper than you, Jesse. <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's fine. I you know I can't I really know compete like, with the upper echelon would, of the fantasy industry. I would love to get you two together though, just to talk about peanut butter. Me and MG? Oh yeah, happen. dude. Let's do it. Call him up. Yep. Book it. See if you I, can bring my guy James Coe too. Yeah. I I didn't know about this peanut butter underworld that y'all are talking oh, about. Like what my friend. I didn't really either. Freaks, it's man. Huge. Yeah. 
Okay. It is like I, I thought it was just between Jiff and Skippy, and y'all are just mm -hmm. like, no, <laughs> no, sir. Okay. It is not. It is um, not. Speaking of, uh, Jesse, if, if you've got the time, feel free to say what you need to say. It's your turn. Oh, uh, well, thank you for having me on, first and foremost. Got a little tired one with me for the outro here. Hey, um, yeah, no, thank you for having me on again, as always. It's always a pleasure to uh, come hang out and just shoot the shit with you guys, man. Uh, I definitely appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, as always, you guys can catch my work over at uh, theunderworldplayerprofiler.com. I'm, I'm releasing some written stuff over there here and there. I have some uh, prospect profiles that are about to drop, so that's going to be fun to dive into over the next couple weeks. And the big one is um, the you know my kind of side solo brainchild project, uh, the Rookie Index, and that should be coming uh, you know to your to your eyes around April sixth. And in case you didn't you didn't uh, see the drop, it's just going to be kind of a fully comprehensive data driven. Um, Rookie fantasy guide. <clears throat> it's going to be heavily weighted on my model uh, models that I'm creating for positions, and it's going to have a ton of great information. So um, that's kind of my my bread and butter right now, where I'm working, what I'm doing, and uh, hopefully that's that's of some help to uh, to uh, people when it drops. I'm looking forward to dropping it, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Draft dialogue podcast as well with my my. Amazing co-host, um, Matt. <laughs> She's making Gujewski. faces at us and everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, dude. Matt Gujewski is an incredible guy. So a lot of things working working right now. <laughs> a lot of things. She's she's beat right now. I love you. Uh, she's. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. So we're just working, dude. We're we're just grinding out this rookie season. Excited for dynasty season. We're in the thick of it. So um, thank you guys for having me on and, and being able to talk about it. Mm. My man Jesse is working, working. We always got new. Yeah, we always got a few a few of those um, that that come through this season that uh, stand out more than most that are just grinding. Jesse and Jesse and Ray are on my list this year. Trying, about, I can't keep up with that you. guy. That guy's. Machines, you're both yeah. machines. Yep. Yeah, you guys are both all over the place. Props to both of you. Um, Jesse, I will say that you did have a layup uh, as far as bread and peanut butter. And mm -hmm. I'm just mm -hmm. going to call you out for that one. And then, okay. uh, since, we're do since we're doing call outs uh, <laughs> at the same time, uh, Bill is saying, Jesse, your clock needs a new battery. Oh, so, does it? Uh, yeah. It's actually, it's five to five. It's always stuck on five to five. So, you know, you have five minutes so you can take your next drink or so my wife thinks. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. You know what? We have a clock. We have a clock right next to our bar. That's always at five o'clock. So I can't hate on that bill. You're exactly. wrong. Um, okay. So what do we got? Jesse, I love you. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, I, 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 and I love your daughter as well. Hello. Hi. This is Peyton. Um, hello from the open bar. Hello, P Peyton. Money. P Money. Hey, Peyton, you said? Yeah, Peyton. 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 She's named after Peyton Manning. Oh. Turn up. Peyton up. All right. Um, Spaceman to the moon. What do Here you got to say for yourself? 
Guys, this was a real thrill being on the open bar. Um, I've been a big fan of you guys for a long time. It was really cool interacting with all of you, uh, getting to know Swag, Jesse, you, Gabe, and, and J. Mike in person. Well, in kind of in person. So <laughs> thanks for having me on, guys. Um, you can check out my work over at uh, Dynasty Football Factory. I'm writing some articles about to drop an article about um, actually a step-by-step -step guide to creating a uh, fantasy database. So your own fantasy database. So that should be dropping soon. And then uh, I do rankings over there. And I also have a podcast with my buddy, uh, FF underscore Bannerman, Todd Foster, um, called A Tale of Two Rivals, where I'm the stat, wannabe stat nerd, and he's the uh, bravioso braggart, uh, uh, always winning kind of guy. So we uh, our, our worlds collide over on that podcast. So it was really awesome being with you guys. Um, yeah, it was really odd. This was my first guest appearance on a podcast. So thanks for having me. Ah. Awesome. Oh, Jay, can I, just I, say, I think can this I was one, the one first thing? place I came as a guest. Yeah. I just want to say one thing in for for Mr. FF Spaceman. If you have not, if you're listening to this and you have not checked out his entire database, that that thing is loaded. I just wanted to give you some big ups on that thing right here live on the show because that thing uh, is phenomenal. It's got it's got odes to market share. It's got combine performances. It's got literally everything you could possibly possibly think of, and it is just and it is an immense. I was scrolling to the right. For like I, what felt like forty five <laughs> minutes, and I'm just like, oh god, that's more data, more data, more data, and I love data. I just wanted to give you a shout out after you were just talking about that. That is absolutely phenomenal work, and I loved going through it. And I just want you got to appreciate that the 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 level of commitment that it takes to build something like that because it is absolutely beautiful. It's phenomenal work. If you haven't checked it out, um, you know, go check it out. It's your pin tweet, correctly? Yeah, it's, it's, correct? it's my pin. You should have said you're yeah. being modest. I know. Very <laughs> I'm not good at this. I'm not very good at this. You know, tout yourself, my friend. Tout yourself. You put great. Okay. I couldn't follow you up, Jesse. I'm sorry. I couldn't follow you up. <laughs> so much pressure. Okay, wait a second. So I, I was going to say something similar, but I are you talking? Oh, oh my gosh. There's another. Check it. Okay. It's so <laughs> what's it's funny PHR. is is my follow-up for Dave is, is I wanted to say like, uh, when we started talking about combine earlier, you know, however long ago, two hours ago that, uh, I wanted to have it just on hand and I, I can always depend on my Twitter guys to have just a, a sheet somewhere where I can just look at stuff, you know? So I don't have to like, just keep typing in names and, and looking at whatever their 40 was and whatever. So I, I type in, you know, NFL combine data, sure enough, like three, post town is ff spaceman all right he's like hey just just wondering if if you guys want the data got that for you just right here and i was like that i just found it hilarious that we were on the show with us so um and now i have that yeah great so that must be a different this must be different right yeah, so Where this is more so I have the just the it was actually really fun making the um combine database peter howard asked like wondered uh, he was talking about if I had combine data and I was like, Oh, I'll just make copy paste it and keep it updated for you. So I made the combine database and that got a lot of traction over the draft weekend. Like I think like five, 600 people accessed it over the weekend, which was for some, for me, that was a pretty big deal. But then, um, yeah. And then the, the other database is my pin tweet has, um, it has special teams data. It has uh, market share data. It has scrimmage yards data. It has, um, Wow. It's just it's and it's all um laid out by the age the from 2003 to 2020. Yeah, 2000 yeah, so I have 1800 <laughs> players not just like this year. 
better prospects. It's uh, quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends. And it, if I, I think I, I can I think I have every player who's been played snaps in the NFL that I think, or, or it's, or at least it has scored fancy points. I think I've had, or they've been invited to the combine, have been earned that database. So, except maybe a couple I'm missing, but yeah. So. It's everything you need to try you and uh, build, start building your own database. Feel free to copy it. I, I kind of mirrored it after Peter Howard's idea. Cop, um, go to make a copy, paste it, and do whatever you want with it and see what uh, works for you. Yeah. Thanks. Incredible. Thanks. Good stuff, guys. Grinders. Absolutely. Love it, love it, love it. Good stuff, man. And it's all f- like this is free. Like, <laughs> that's absolutely yeah. insane. I mean, all of all of it is, I mean, accessible on the internet. Like, you can look it up yourself. But like I was saying, you know, type, 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 type. No, you can just have it here, um, right in front of you as a, as a sheet, very organized and um, yeah, looks good. So I, I will say too. So that um, is, I that, have that's at ff underscore spaceman. Yeah, follow him <laughs> and and get his. Stuff. If, if you're wondering where we're looking at this and you you missed it yeah go to <laughs> ff underscore spaceman awesome thank you you know you guys did a lot better job pitching than i did it has links it has a glossary of terms for all the stats that are in there it has um you know it has all my sources that i i got my information from it also has um like r squared data so yeah i think it has it, it's a it's a pretty big piece for everyone to enjoy so lovely and thanks I can't to wait for that, especially, especially since I don't didn't watch things, you know, that I didn't get to see everything um, as far as um, mostly just watching the, the 40, I guess. The, the, the three cones kind of fun to watch sometimes. I, I don't mind watching that, but mostly the drills are more entertaining. Um, yeah, good stuff. Great, guys. Great, great. Just superb. Superb. I love it. <laughs> Tremendous. J Mike, J Mike, J Mike. Hey, 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 hey. Fading fast. Um, I know, I know. <laughs> the, yeah, I'm, the, the struggle set in about 10 I minutes ago. In, I snuck just, in that peanut butter yeah. draft, dude. I'm you bad. Did, I know. You did. You took me. You t- <laughs> database. Deep water. Do that to you. Deep water. Yeah, um, buddy. Shut up about these yeah. databases. <laughs> no, no. It was it, no, it's just. <laughs> I, I was telling I was telling uh, Dave and Swags earlier before you guys came on. I le- legitimately had to get a power nap of about twenty minutes uh-huh. <laughs> before we started uh, just to get to this point. So I'm uh, my power nap is now fading. But anywho, uh, good time tonight. And uh, golly, I, I, it, it happens so often, and I'm so and I say this sometimes. I don't know if people believe me when I do, but man, I'm so grateful. Uh, to be a part of this community and not only that but to be able to host this podcast with you gabe and to bring on dope people uh people who uh, care about obviously their craft but uh, they're not jerks either <laughs> like le- legitimately awesome people to be able to chop it up with so uh swags jesse dave um if you haven't heard the tell two rival theme song there uh, love getting that in as well. And by the way, if the the next time your co-host has some craziness that he wants to hold over your head about him in his championships, we're going to have to pay him a visit because I don't like the way that he's been talking to you real crazy and spicy like on the podcast. I'm just saying straight up, Todd, I see you, Todd, banter man. Anyhow, I'm just it's all jokes, all jokes, Todd. Um, 
<laughs> you scared, J. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want people like really thinking like, man, he's really coming after the smoke. Like, what's going on? It's, it's just jokes, guys. J. Mike's like, really trying to sell the trade yeah. of the ho- co-host he was at the beginning of the show. He's really <laughs> All right. I'm taking Spaceman right now. I did want to be a home record. My first appearance, home record. Oh my goodness. Do some. Uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, man, I, I'm gonna just jump straight to it on Twitter <laughs> at J Mike Check. Uh, on Twitter, the show's handle at the Open Bar Pod. Uh, to everybody in the chat, man, y'all kept it so lit tonight. Third Mike, Big B, uh, Kenny, uh, Big Bill McCarthy. Uh, Zach from the Dynasty Dummies, Chris Allen popped through. Brian Har was here earlier. There are so many names I'm forgetting, but you all are greatly appreciated. Deltron, Coleman, um, it was lit tonight and many more. Uh, but so thank you guys for kicking it with us. Again, we're pretty much everywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Uh, yes, even on Spotify. So uh, yeah, appreciate y'all. If you share it with someone, great. Thank you. We appreciate that. And if you haven't, it's all good too. Uh, but to my main man, uh, the host with the most fridge so big, hey. and Mr. Pop the Hood, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Gearing, if you nasty, uh, on Twitter at FF Man Bun. Uh, Gabe, take us home. I'm coming for you on those names, bro. I'm serious. You you keep you keep expanding um, the, the repertoire. <laughs> I mean, you you kept it short tonight, but you you keep you keep coming in hot, and I'm coming in with the the Mister Wide Open. All right, just waiting for that one to catch on. Just you wait, just you wait, fellas. All right, uh, <laughs> J Mike's so done; he can't even defend himself. Uh, this was this was absolutely phenomenal. Um, we we do this every week. It's Tuesday. It's nine thirty Eastern ish. Um, believe we have a show next week, J. Mike. Is that true? Unless I, bail I believe on we you do again. I, I believe we do. Um, yeah. At some point here know. in the next month. Yeah. At some point here in the next month, I think it slows down for us just because um, I don't want to d- dr- drill your your spring break time. But yes, we're. Uh, I think we do have another show next week. Really? My spring? Really? Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to look at my schedule because I don't. I don't even know when spring break is. So. How do you know? Next Friday starts next Friday. All right. Thank you, Swags. Even Swags knows. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, We already mentioned the the store. Um, We mentioned (laughs) girls' clout cookies. We haven't posted anything on the store in a long time. Maybe we should just a little little some some. J Mike, you you doing? You've been blitzing lately. You know what? I have been. I haven't. I, I'll be honest. I haven't been looking for the blitz, but I have been looking for the journal. Where's the journal? I need more journal. Um, I, I've I've got most of it written. What's really sad okay. is no. Uh, I don't. And look, line. I don't want you to okay. force it. No, it's not that it's forced, and, and that's the reason why I, I'm, I take yeah. my time to do that be, because kind of get my thoughts together, and it's. <laughs> Uh yeah, it's it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to share that stuff sometimes, but yeah, uh, it, it is in the works in the works. All right, good. Um, well, just yeah, keep keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, I will shout out the podcast that I most recently created an intro for. I do those occasionally. Um, 
our our buddy People's Pen. I believe that is still his. Is this is it still his podcast? Is <laughs> we've we've seeded this over to many people, including Jesse and Ray and <laughs> that's true. And Andy, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's a lot of people's pods now. It's I not know. Even <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You, you thought you were the only inside joke, didn't you, Jesse? The People's <laughs> Podcast is what I tell people, or at least I tell my <laughs> wife. What she's, what are you doing? Yeah. It's Tuesday night. What do you have going on, the babe? It's the People's Podcast. Just relax. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Why, she understands. She gets it. That's amazing that someone can get that for two and a half, three hours of just, yep. Trust me. Trust me. For the people. I'm on a just, podcast. Just trust um, me. Hey, she's with me, me, so she's crazy. I'm not watching <laughs> The Irishman, even though I am the FF Irish potato. I'm I'm coming for you. I hope you know that I'm actually excited to change my name and people be like, who is this guy that Are you doing into this industry? <laughs> Like he just thinks he can just spout off the top about whoever yeah. he wants. FF Irish Potato. Are you doing? Are you doing the handle? or Are you doing the name? We're going handle. We're going yes. all the way in. I don't. I don't I half-ass this. Good. I hate, the whole, I hate the name thing. The name thing's stupid. Yeah. It's like, okay. Oh no, whatever. it's still Jesse Reese, but it's FF Irish Potato. So that when yeah. I pop up in your, your mentions, who is FF Irish Potato? They're like, oh, that's Jesse Reed. Wait, that's Jesse Reed. It's gonna create a conundrum. Yep. And I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And I believe Swag said my spring break starts next Friday. So uh, if if the math is lining up here, St. Patty's Day should be on my spring break. So I will mm-hmm. be off that entire day, and mm-hmm. I will have a lot of time to pump you up, Mr. FF Irish Potato. Hopefully it comes with some flows. We'll see. All right. Uh, anyways, I don't. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to shout out the. <laughs> the intro that uh or the po- the uh, the podcast um expand the boss <laughs> expand the box score um from our boy um people's pen people gee whiz jay might get me out of here people's pen uh andy <laughs> i know i'm i'm done i'm done for um they they got out girl scouts it's yeah <laughs> the girls really do clout co- and this is entirely for clout i think at this point so <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not even doing, I'm just, I'm just shouting out their podcast that I did something for, for them and they reached out to me. And so I did for them, whatever, but Debbie delight, Debbie delight. Hey, um, go and check that out. Ricky and stoops. Um, my guys, we will, uh, we'll reach out to them and, and have them on the open bar as well. Um, anyone I do an intro for it, I always like to them to come to the open bar at some point too do things so it's debbie season baby go ahead and get on that so that's it um that's it that's it that's it guys next week next week j mike is so mad at me right now i should never done the peanut butter draft he's he might he might not he might not j mike might not show up next week he's mad man he's mad if if you if you're just listening right now you can't see this because you're not here live every tuesday 9 30 eastern but boy howdy is this man mad just not true. He ain't mad. Uh, put your drinks up. I put my, my little thirsty goat. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Um, this was beautiful, fellas. Beautiful, oh. beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so Steve much. Meyer. I got the Meyer. Hey, throwing J's in places that we don't know. No. Sway. Not even throwing them there, not even using them. <laughs> Niger. All <laughs> And we will see y'all next week. Duh, 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 duh. Deuces. <laughs>